right, get the funk up, right? I love it. This is an episode that I've been hoping to do for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Batcast. Long Batcast. before <laughs> Heel Hooks and Straight Shoots was a thing, I wanted to have a Batcast. And today is the day. Can you, you believe the reason it? why? We're getting away from sports. Yeah. We're getting away from wrestling. Yeah. I haven't done this something this daring since the Serial Killers episode. <laughs> Way back about cereal, time. not... Yeah, yeah, it was right, about, about John Wayne Gacy. No, no, it was about <laughs> breakfast cereal. Which that could be an idea <laughs> for a future podcast, I guess. What, serial killers? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to talk about murderers. We like to talk about entertainment here. You talk about Kill wrestling. Idea. Yeah. Jimmy Snuka, Chris <laughs> Benoit. Yeah. We, we stay away from those, <laughs> those figures. We like to talk about fun things. Like Batman. Love Batman. So many films, so many memories. What is it? What is it about the Batman character that we love, boys? He's a man. Right. Exactly. He, he's not a he's not a superhero, per se. He's not just a man. He's a man, a man who uses his brain more so than his brawn. He's That's not, what's good. He's not Superman. He's not invisible, and well, Superman's not invisible, but not X-ray vision. Not some alien whose only weakness is kryptonite. He's he's a man. This is a superhero but character emotions. that yes. is believable. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. emotions, especially in the new one, which we'll get to. Yeah. A lot of emotion. Very emo. Brooding. <laughs> Very brooding. But, uh, yeah, and for me, I think it's been the same thing, even as a young child. Uh, dark character. You yeah. know, maybe not necessarily for young children all the time. You yeah. know, this is a dark yeah. character. But it's I, a dark world we live in, so, you know, it's I don't, a dark character. I don't it's a reflection real. of society. Yeah. I don't consider myself gothic or, I guess Gotham. I guess Gotham. I guess I'm a little emo, but I don't know. I've always taken towards fictional, dark, mysterious characters. My favorite wrestler being the Undertaker, as you guys know. Oh yeah, and the Great. Yeah, definitely. And I think Batman. Batman fits into that. So it's just I've always liked that character, even when you know, being really young, like I don't know, like eight years old or whatever, and going to the drive and see. Batman Returns, which is probably My the darkest, most of, controversial seeing Batman movie. film. That is controversial. And <laughs> yet I was enthralled by it yeah. at a very Still young am. age. Yeah. yeah. And I'll always remember it. That's the movie. That was the first movie, aside from Ninja Turtles, that I can recall having the toys from. Yeah. Like even yeah. Star Wars or anything. I had Batman Returns. I had the penguin and the duck and all that shit. Yeah, that was a big one. Batman Returns and then Batman Forever were both huge parts of my life where yeah. I was like real young kid and then like getting a little older in Batman Forever I started really remembering like getting the toys. Yeah, we we're, had a, we're gonna get in the Batman. The Seal Forever song game. was everywhere. Yeah, and that they, soundtrack. Like, oh, do you remember? Maybe, that to death. maybe you don't remember this because like when the first Batman came out, we were like three, two, three years old. Right, I but wasn't alive. You weren't. Yeah, you had a tail. But well, the um, first uh, Tim Burton, I was. Might have just been alive. And, like, I remember being, like, five years old, six years old when Returns came out, and they had, like, the Burger King and McDonald's. You got oh, the yes. collectible cups. Yes. We had those cups for years in my house, like the big fucking ones with, like, the scenes on them and everything. Wow. Loved them. Loved them. Classic. Always good marketing for the Batman films, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, I remember being you know, young and Batman Forever came out, and we'll get into it. Not the best Batman movie, but at the time, yeah. we were excited. We thought it was the greatest thing ever. And, like, and the, I Harry, Tommy I, Lee Jones yeah. in a Batman movie. I liked it. All these kids, yeah. all these, uh, you know, all these. It was big for a '90s figures. kid. Yeah, it might it be the most the '90s music. movie ever made. Yeah. To be con- <laughs> like totally honest about yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, uh, cast 
everything about it. It's just so 90s. Um, I just want to do a quick disclaimer here. If you're tuning in as a big Batman comics yeah. fan, if you're, you're a fan this. of the animated, the video games, this isn't the show for you. <laughs> um, we don't follow all that stuff. We appreciate it. We appreciate that, you know, the Batman is so big, the fandom's so big, it's got all these different vehicles and stuff. Um, but this is strictly movies. Strictly movies here. And I, yeah, I, I do own the animated series on DVD. I have the, um, but I don't watch it that often. Because, yeah. uh, you know. I know. Every time I discuss ranking the Batman films with people, they go, oh, you're missing the best one. You're missing the animated one. Mark Hamill's uh, the best Joker. Yeah. He sits in a booth. And I talk. <laughs> yeah. They're great for what they are. Yeah. Well, a great piece of the Batman thing, but we'll talk in cinema. We'll talk in films, live action here. Yes. Right. We're not counting that movie, and we're not going to be counting the. Uh, just so you know, I might touch on them, but we're not counting the Batman versus Superman. Yeah. We're going to try and erase it like DC has. <laughs> and don't tell them. Oh, the Snyder cut. You have to watch the Snyder cut. No, don't. I couldn't watch the two-hour movie. I'm not going to watch five, that, eight hours, whatever the hell it is. Man. That's what was on that's the other night on material. HBO. I, can't I, was, do it. I was trying to. I was trying to give it a fair shot, and quite honestly... Can't do it. I hate Zack Snyder. I hate Superman. I hate most of that I'm not Justice even, I'm not even going to hate on Ben Affleck. He gave it a good go. Also, yeah, yeah one thing we should but also bring up, we should also bring up, is that the, the Batman movies, up through, I'd say, Batman and Robin in the late 90s, there were no other superhero movies that were being released. Right. No. Yeah. Like, the first the other one is, like, what, X-Men and Spider-Man came out in, like, 2001, 2002? Yeah, like... Like, Batman was the preeminent superhero yeah. for a I decade in movies. The OG. Yeah. We had, like, Lou Ferrigno Hulk, like, TV series well, yeah. and stuff like that they were doing, but nothing and big like the, screen, the blockbuster super movie, movies. Superman in the 70s with yeah. like Christopher Reeve. But that, that, yeah. doesn't, that, that doesn't count. It wasn't. <laughs> Batman really kicked off. Everyone talks about Iron Man kicked off, like, the Marvel Universe and everything, but, well, the the Spider-Man Raimi trilogy and stuff, but, you know, Batman kickstalled at that, yeah. so that... There would be no Marvel Universe. They were the original before. blockbusters that showed superhero movies could sell. Yeah. Which is where we are today, where every other movie is a superhero yeah. movie, it seems. And I don't and see any now, of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're going back all the way back to the 60s, right? To the original? Hell yeah. Adam West. Yeah. A big part of my youth. It used to be on TV in syndication as a kid. It's a classic. Classic. Classic theme song, everything. Yeah, even down to the uh, when you punch somebody in the pow, wow, wham, wham would come up on the screen. Great stuff. Spell it out for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, there was sometimes they'd make up words like zwerp. That's freaking great. <laughs> uh, but you know, they didn't have the sound effects they have nowadays. Where <laughs> yeah. You can just make any sound you want. They had to do that. And it was like a comic book coming to life on TV. Over the top campiness, Adam West fighting like Fun a spider on roller skates. Ah, yeah. oh, so great. So you know, again, I, you know, I was born in the late '80s as mm-hmm. as, we, as we were. Um, but uh, so you know, the the Tim Burton Batman's are the ones that actually introduced me to Batman, mm-hmm. um, and we went from there to the Schumacher ones, and you know, on so. But uh, I actually went back to the Adam West ones. Remember, like, oh, yeah. growing up, like we we didn't grow up on Adam West, obviously, but that's something we went back on. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I'm glad we did. Just fun. Yeah. It kind it of became a, a cult classic for us as kids. I remember I brought the DVD and played it at school once. <laughs> really? Everyone was loving it. Yeah. Uh, 
and I would pass it around. I don't even know if I still have the DVD because we would pass it around. People loved it because the campiness. It yeah. was just it was colorful. It, yeah, yeah, it became like a a comedy. As both said, the King of Camp. Yeah. yeah. Um, I and mean, then each episode with a cliffhanger, like of course. over a bat. Yeah. Same bat time. Same bat, bat channel. channel. <laughs> um, and then the movie just over the top. They brought in so many villains. It was the first one to do multiple villains, and it was. You know, they made it look uh, for the time. Oh, it um, definitely worked. Definitely. They stole a they stole a submarine, a nuclear powered yeah. submarine. It was a, a shock. <laughs> the, the, the two scenes that uh, stick out to me all time are the are the shark shark grabbing the, the bomb and the, the bomb, bomb. Yes. running Classic. around with the bomb over the head. Some days you bomb. just can't get rid of a bomb, <laughs> and he won't throw it on the ducks. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so good. He's a Batman oh, that really ducks. cares about the people. I mean, you see it in all these superhero movies. All the ba- we just watched the Batman the other night and. Just destroying the city, blowing shit up. This guy would not. He would not harm hurt ducks. ducks. He yeah. wouldn't throw a bomb into there. There's like shit. kids and nuns and ducks. He wouldn't hurt a hair, man. He's the best. <laughs> he, he almost blew himself up. Opal save, you know, just to save everyone else. Plus, it gave me my favorite line from a Batman movie when he, they're discovering all the villains, and he's with Chief O'Hara and Commissioner Gordon and Robin. He goes, "Our arch nemesis." Catwoman, yes, and, and he we, says it like he's heaving. Oh, any, so anytime good. we mention Catwoman in this podcast, we're probably going to say it like that because oh, yes. of that Catwoman. Woman. <laughs> and I mean, you also with the Adam West. Um, we're going to get into the Batman and talk about Riddle and stuff, but the Batman with the Riddles here in the this Batman movie with him and uh, Robin trying to figure out the Riddles. Classic. Yes. Um, just how they come up, and Robin just knows everything. He's just like, oh, well, that's this. He's, he's the, a savant. He's the yeah, boy wonder. And it's like, what? How would you even figure that out that quickly? Because <laughs> Bruce Wayne pays for the best private schooling for Robin. <laughs> that he His does. young ward, if you will. And it was It's just fun. It's a very fun movie. It's very dated, but very fun, very campy. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Definitely. They, like, they definitely put their tongue in their cheek while making that movie, and it's <laughs> yeah. awesome. The whole TV series, really. Oh, yeah. yeah. All three years of that TV series are phenomenal. Like, they don't even try in some of the later seasons I've seen. It's just like <laughs> a background that's painted to look like a city and Batman's <laughs> dancing in front of it. It's great shit. Great shit. Oh, just after we're done with the podcast, we'll have to show you. Um, Fred Bullis shared a, a video, and someone took a scene from the Batman series of Adam West, Batman, dancing, and he's doing, like, the cat the eyes. The And it's uh, <laughs> Limp Bizkit dad vibes in the background. <laughs> It works. It yeah. works. It totally <laughs> works. It's like it belongs in it. Yeah. Biscuit is biscuit is good. <laughs> Even all these years later. So, I'm gonna say. so we go from the 1960s, and then we kind of, as far as uh, cinematography and film, we, we take a long break oh, with yeah. the Batman character. We don't really see a proper Batman movie so, again until Tim, Tim Burton takes over play. in 1992. And then it's all the time. Oh, sorry. Let's My bad. 89. I was looking 89. at the yes. Yeah, here we go. From the 60s to 89, how has Batman transformed? Joker became the party man. Yeah, he's an artiste. <laughs> how has Batman transformed now? Uh, well, Bat- okay, so the Bruce Wayne of the 60s years later. was a leisurely bachelor with his young ward, Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Robin. Yeah. 
We're talking 23 years later. They would go about, they had like an old lady in the house. Alfred was this kindly old man. Yeah. But like he was a man about town, going on dates and stuff like that. This Bruce Wayne is really an orphan. Yeah, we're outside. (laughs) We're enjoying this nice Southern California weather here. But uh, Bruce Wayne in the 89 version, brooding orphan, bachelor. He's, He's alone. All he has is Alfred. He didn't have his parents. He wants to. He's vengeance. He wants to fight crime. And uh, I thought you were going to say another left thing there. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> no, he, uh, he Vicky does... Vale. Is this Vicky Vale? Yes. This is Vicky yeah, Vicky yeah Vicky Batman's Vale. horny in this one. But um, <laughs> most of them. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it, it's a it's a totally different take. It's the first, I'd say, modern take on what the Batman character is. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of that has to be the brilliance of Michael Keaton. Yes. Uh, a lot of people don't like him. A lot but, of people didn't like it at the time. Yeah. A lot of people said this guy who was Mr. Mom. Yeah. You know, he was he's like a comedic actor. He was in Johnny Dangerously. This guy's This be, was pre Beetlejuice, right? It was a year after. A year oh, after. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's yeah. Beetlejuice like this comedic guy yeah. who's like you a would twerp. think maybe more joke off of Beetlejuice. And I know that Warner Brothers were they were pushing for other actors. Yeah. For Bruce Mel Wayne Gibson. For yes. Oh, they were they were pushing for others. Um they weren't too keen on Keaton. Uh, but Tim Burton, I said, I've worked with this guy, yeah. you know, yeah. Beetlejuice, you know, you, know, you, you saw it. And we know how, we got it. We we got know it. how Tim Burton gets with people. I mean, once he had Johnny Depp, <laughs> sank his teeth into him. 20 years of movies with Johnny Depp. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to do now if he does any movies. Cause, well, well, Depp's going to get off free Depp with this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 And Tim Burton, I mean, uh, Michael Keaton, he's got a resurgence going on now. He's got uh, Dope Sick, a good series on Hulu, he just won... Some awards for that. Uh, well, the Birdman a couple years. I was gonna say ago. the movies he's done, like The Founder, Birdman. Yeah, yeah he's I love him. He's been killing it lately. He's having this late career uh, resurgence. Although he's never made a bad movie, except for maybe Herbie Reloaded or something <laughs> like that. But yeah. Well, we we love Keaton and he Who had... wanted to play Lindsay Lohan's dad at that time though? And, she was huge. And, and it for the money, folks. Yeah. And Keaton in this movie had the perfect dance partner, Jack Nicholson, right? Oh. And the perfect dance music with Prince. <laughs> yeah. As we what just a... heard, some bad dance <laughs> just, party man. Just, it was. Just Baldy. a triple threat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just a triple threat. It was threat. a perfect, like, culmination of things. Like, right time, right people, right place, like, right movie. And I think one, the movie's written very well. It is. And I think one of the most fascinating things, uh, facts about this movie is that Jack Nicholson wasn't too excited to play the Joker at first. In fact, he had to be coaxed into it. Uh, and he actually told Warner Brothers, he told Tim Burton, I don't know. I, it doesn't sound like me. It doesn't sound like I want to take this. Which, Which Warner Brothers because th- I think easy casting back then. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, joke. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. But uh, but he was a little, he wasn't sure he wanted to be typecast in that Joker role. Yeah. And so Warner Brothers said, okay, we'll offer it to Robin Williams. <laughs> and apparently Robin Williams did say yes. And then Warner Bro- and then Warner Brothers went back to Jack Nicholson and said, "If you don't take it, it's going to be Robin Williams' role." And that's when Jack came back and said, "No, no, no, I'll take it, I'll take it." And then Robin Williams pissed off because yeah. he was promised he was going to be the Joker. Oh, he said yeah. yes, and Robin Williams refused to work with Warner Brothers for might have been years a good really. I so could have it, seen I, that too. Yeah, I mean, I think they wanted him as Riddle too, and yeah. I think he was still mad then. That yeah. would have worked. That yeah. would have worked a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I'd see I see him so. as a Riddle. I think so too, and. I think I'm happy the way it worked out because it's one of those. Roll me this, roll me that. <laughs> it's one of those movies that I look back on now, and Robin Williams, is a tremendous actor. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from him, but it's one of those things where it's like I, back in 1989 at that time, I can't imagine anyone else. Jack was but the Jack guy doing. Yeah. It. I mean, 
Jack that was the Jack name Napier. of the character too. Jack, Jack Napier. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> killed it. it. Like I, I just can't imagine anybody else in that role. Even somebody as talented and love like I love as much as Robin Williams or. I see Robin Williams more as a Riddler. You know, Somebody like that, you know. Yeah. I, Jack Nicholson just kills it. And for that time period, Jack was the guy. I mean, yeah, he was Hollywood. He's you know, Mister Hollywood. This movie also got one of my, a couple of my favorite Batman quotes of all time. Oh, yeah. want to get nuts, Jack? Come on! He pulls one. out the Beetlejuice yeah. voice for that. <laughs> it's that one. Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> That's another <laughs> great one. one. Uh, I'm, uh, he's trying to tell Vicky Vale he's Batman. I'm, I'm, He's just like saying it to it's the so air. Tough, yeah. <laughs> just a lot of this. I mean, it's a pretty dark movie, really. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, but yeah. it, but it's a lot of corny stuff that, I, that I love about the it. The first time we get to see Bruce Wayne's parents, first of many, we get to see uh, them shot in the alleyway, leaving the stable. Have you ever danced with a devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah, yeah. the best quotes of all. And yeah, a lot of comic book purists hate that because in the comic books, the Joker didn't kill, yeah. you know, Mister and Mrs. Yeah. Wayne. But I don't know. I think it works. We're like talking the, about film here. And then so, yeah. they took that, and then multiple movies after. I mean, maybe it's not the Jokel himself, but um, there was just the Jokel, Jokel movie with Walking Phoenix a couple of years ago where he leads to the death of the parents in that. So, I mean, that kind of overtook the... And maybe that's why the comic book fans hate it, because then it's like, this now became positive. Mm-hmm. But it was a big twist at the time, and played well in the movie. Absolutely. It added dimension to the finale. Yeah. It did, absolutely. And so, yeah, this was the... Yeah, uh, I just remember that. I mean, I was born in 89 when this movie came out. So it's not like... You, baby. Me as a baby. <laughs> I wasn't going to the as a baby going, yeah, yeah Batman, wham, wham. <laughs> I, I, you know, I saw it late years later growing up. But the one thing that stuck with me from being a little, little baby boy, little, little, little Chris, um, I remember the laughing at the end. Uh, him going off the roof, and as a kid, I thought that meant he was still alive. Yeah, I didn't know I, I he had there a was toy. Be a sequel. I'm like, he's still alive. He's laughing. But now watching as a doll, I'm like, oh, he's, he's dead. He just had the sound effect going. And how much does Prince add to this movie? A lot, huh. a lot, a I lot mean, more than people want to admit. Yeah, I mean, I, I talked about Jack Nicholson being the actual at the time back here in the late '80s. Prince was the guy musically. And the time, everything just went together. And I bet they just went to him for one song. And he ended up doing an album. This is an album and one of Prince's best albums, I think. I think it's really good. It's, like, really, really good. Yeah, it's (laughs) too good. Yeah, too good for a a Batman movie. I was at a flea affair a couple years ago, and I got it on cassette. They had it there, and I don't have really a cassette player anymore. But but, uh, I just wanted to have it. It's it's a piece of history. It's like I have Pulp Fiction on VHS. I don't have a VHS player, but I just felt this is a thing I should have. <laughs> it represents a time. It's a time capsule. It's, well, speaking of, did you guys have the VHS growing up when uh, it opened with the Diet Coke commercial with Alfred, and then the, <laughs> then like Bugs Bunny and Daffy with the Warner Brothers catalog? Do you? Oh, I don't recall that. Oh know, my we, god, we didn't own many VHS. We loved Real Deal. It was a local video store. Oh, here, the rental. And yeah. we rented. Shit out of yeah. Batman movies. If we won't get in wrestling, if we won't get Drop Dead Fred classic that we loved as kids, we were getting Batman, Batman Returns. Yes. Oh, really, it was awesome. I love a podcast their... on Drop Dead Fred. Is there any Drop Dead Fred? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chime in if you're Batman. You believe it or not, I know a couple people that are really? down with oh, Drop Dead cool. Fred. Wow. It's not just us. Ooh, BBK? The old Jewish guy, Elias. 
Elias? Walk with Elias? Rent with Elias? In rent with Elias, yeah. Yeah, they had the deal. Ten, ten movies for ten days. It was, it was great. Yeah, I love that place. I got a lot of video games there. I got a lot of movies. WrestleMania 4. Got yeah. the double clamshell box every time. Ah, great place. I don't remember this ad. In the beginning. Oh, yeah, way, the beginning way before the Netflix and, and streaming. And chilling. Yeah, we're going, we're, we're going, we're going back. We're, we're going old. back. Back from Renting 89. <laughs> Yo, that was a magical experience. I could go on for days, man. Yeah. Going to VHS's. a rental place and walking. It was like walking into Willy Wonka's Chocolate yeah. Factory. Like the world was your oyster. You could have any movie. I would spend hours trying to figure out games and movies to rent. Oh, back. Yeah, because you'd only get like four. And you're like, I got to make this last for yeah. a weekend. Yeah. Like, what am I going to get? Like, you have to. Every decision had to be properly back, calibrated. Back in elementary school, that was an every Friday night thing. Hell yeah, man. Every some, weekend. Some it was pizza a... with my cousins. And we'd go to friggin' Blockbuster, real deal. And. Yeah, that was our weekend. I, I loved it. And we each got one tape. Like, there was four. Like, my sister and my two cousins, you each got one tape. Yeah. You get to rent one thing. One each. So, of course, I'm, like, just, like, stewing in the one aisle. I'm like, what do I do? Batman? There's the Adams Family. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the oh, Ooze. Yeah. What am I going to do? Like Kevin Nash in that, right? That's right. Super Shredder. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I love that we'd always get the same shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, we, we talked are, about on the WrestleMania podcast. WrestleMania 6, we always got. Just because so Ultimate good. Challenge, Loyal, and... But then these Batman movies the same. Like, oh yeah, they they scratch an itch, you know. They really do. So eighty nine, and then we got the sequel back here in nineteen ninety two. Yes, this is the one. This is when it first came to life for me. It me too. Because like I watched Batman, but it didn't sink in. Right, Batman Returns. This opened up a whole new world. Of course, they're talking about. Nineteen ninety two's Batman Returns. Oh, Cat Woman music there, I believe. <laughs> and uh, you know, we, we just watched him on Coachella last night. Danny Elfman took over the school. No Prince for this one. The little dog, but Danny Elfman did the the music, and it was great. Um, you know, and it's Tim Burton, just a match made in heaven, much like uh, Keaton and, and Burton. So that so this movie, I, I feel like I feel like Tim Burton was tame in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't he didn't put his fingerprints all the way in. He knew that he had to make a blockbuster that was accessible to a lot more people. And in yeah. 1992 for the f- sequel for Batman Returns, Tim Burton says, "Okay, this is my movie. Unleashed. I'm going all the way. One for I'm you, d- one for me." <laughs> yes, yes. I I am going full Tim Burton on this one. It's a Christmas movie. Yes it is. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't forget it people. It's a there's Christmas there's the debate of Die Hard if it's a Christmas movie. There should be one for Batman Returns, and there should oh, be a debate. It's not a debate because no. it is Christmas beginning it's, to end. Really, it's a given. It's. I think the last line of the movie is "Merry Christmas, Alfred." Right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. It is. yeah. It's. It's. It's dark. It's brooding. It's very sexual. Oh yes. Um, More sexual now as an adult than I realized as a yeah, kid. Yeah, a lot of these lines we did not get as kids. Uh, the first time I thought I heard the word poontang was The Rock in like 1999. Yeah. Nope, Max Shrek, Christopher Walken drops yeah. it in this movie. And Danny DeVito. I mean, <laughs> Wolf fans of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the yeah. character of Frank Reynolds would not exist without this Danny DeVito as the Penguin, I think. <laughs> yeah. Him as Oswald Cobblepot in this movie... It, it just really... the pussy I wanted to see. He pulls yeah. out a oh. condom at one point. Yeah, I, like I as a kid, I was just like, "Is that bubble gum?" You, you but, think, like, no. you think always sunny I'm when perched. he drops his condom and goes, "Oh, sorry, I dropped my massive condom for my massive dog." <laughs> my magnum, my dog. magnum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but no, he did it in Batman. 
Batman yeah. Phillips. He's yeah. a very he's a very horny penguin person. Man, how creepy yeah. was he as a kid? Oh my goodness. My mom still uh. hates it. She she can't stand when he's eating that raw fish. Yes. That's my first memory of seeing the movie. People ask me, what's the first movie you remember seeing as, as a kid? What's your first memory? My first memory is at a drive-in, sitting in a call, staring up, and like something about drive-ins that just hit the memory even oh, a little yeah. more. It's that seeing it through a windshield on the radio, on the listening on the radio. Yeah. It almost seems like a news broadcast. <laughs> You're seeing it on this projection screen outside. That's not in the best quality at all, you know. No. And I just remember first vision I ever have. One of the um, first visions I have as a child is that scene of him eating that raw fish, so and it just yeah stuck with me and then for when years. He bites the guy's nose, and the yeah, blood bite. spurts out. <laughs> there's oh. that. There's you know being the very haunting scene in the beginning of the cradle being oh, dropped into the sewer. Pee Wee Herman, yeah, yeah Pee Wee Herman. One with the fish. What a horrible yeah. father. Yeah. <laughs> He's us. Awesome. Well, to go, Pee Wee. We just watched it. Created a monster. And I don't think I remember. I didn't remember Pee Wee being his dad. Pee-wee was Penguin's dad? Oh, yeah. like, and, oh. and the mom is Simone from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. They finally got together. Oh, amazing combination. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> never even thought about that. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it's real, man. And then the Danny Elfman Pee-wee connection, the Tim Burton. It's all there. Oh, yeah. These are, you know, he has a stock people. And, and then, um, you know, we have uh, my favorite cat woman of all time, played cat by woman. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah. Um, After seeing all of the movies now. I concur. You're gonna, okay, yeah. We're Michelle gonna Pfeiffer does it best. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that. And that's I, not that's not nostalgia talking. Like yeah. I really feel that way. I do too. He's really great as like the psychotic thing. I think they overdid it a bit with the cats. Well, yeah, I, it was a little heavy handed. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like the idea of she gets these superpowers because she falls off a roof and then these cats lickle back to life. Yeah. Well, I, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> and then she becomes a cat basically. She's Drinking milk like a cat. Well, I, I think she just went crazy from head trauma when she landed. Yeah. I don't... I, I Like, because, okay, so the thing they do in the, the movie is that she has nine lives. Yeah. But, like, it's all it's ambiguous. It's a joke in the new one, too. It's, it's, it's all ambiguous yeah. enough, though, that she wouldn't die the time she claimed. Like, she falls in the kitty litter truck. Yeah. She, like, falls into that thing, but she lands on all the flowers. Like, yeah. the thing that it's wouldn't kill you... It's very on the nose, but, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's ambiguous enough to, like, oh, well, she wouldn't really die. She was cushioned, you know, or something like that. And, like, the shots when Max shoots her, they're not, like, at vital organs, you know? Good oh, point. I should bring up the fact Max Shrek is played by Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken. We love the vision, oh. visionary alliance <laughs> yes. between, oh. between he and Oswald Cobblepot. Uh, fantasy football. <laughs> the hair is amazing. That Which was, one of you guys had that, that as was, a team that name? Was Mike. Yeah, that was me. That Michael we, we were kicking that. around that name for the band. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were. I didn't know if we could get away with, it, but uh, I, I actually drew logos with a VA when we were doing that yeah, for a band. I'm like, oh man, that would. It's so easy for a logo. It's a B and an A. Visionary oh. alliance. I kind of like perfect. it. You know? yeah. I kinda Maybe like we'll it. bring it back. I think we should. I think we should. We'll just and strictly do Batman songs. I just love oh. it. I just love this movie. You know, it's it's I just, perfect. I just love it. Like, because... It's perfect. <laughs> I can't really purr like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, good. I but, think the thing about it that I love most is like... the fir- So the first movie is great. And it explains Batman. There's like a story arc. And it all moves swimmingly. Yeah, this one has these moments of chaos. Yeah, that just spark up throughout the movie that just like blow your friggin' mind. <laughs> you know, whether it's the ending sequence or it, it like in the middle, Peng- the penguin in the, running, penguin in the yellow duck, the penguin in the that. duck, the penguins running for mayor. Yeah, like oh, it, it's political. 
it gets it political, it gets and political. it really is a good showing of like the political atmosphere and environment, like political climate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but the cutthroat nature of yeah. it. The penguin has, has a gang of clowns. Yes, he does. But, like in the, the beginning of the movie, the clowns overtake Gotham's tree lighting ceremony for Christmas. <laughs> And there's just, like, people getting lit on fire. There's a man you know, with a trident. There's, there's people shocked that Donald Trump was elected president. And, like, how could this happen? He's a celebrity. We, we He's a game it. show we host. We did it back in 92. Yeah, look, yeah, look at Batman Retold. Cobblepot <laughs> almost pulled it they off, They took man. a fucking penguin from the stool and said, you're the, you're, you're going to, we'll vote for you. Yeah, the like, fortunate son that of, easy. The fortunate son of Gotham. Plus, everybody's just very horny in this movie. Yeah. Well, he, like, when the girl is helping the guy, the penguin bites his nose. And, you know... Max Shrek is like you can fill the go- the fill the void in Gotham's political system. I'd like system. to fill her void. I'd like to no, fill her. Yeah, no. and she's just like, oh god, no, he, wants his, he wants to show his uh, French flipper trick. French flipper trick. Yes, that's like another another line that's. Well, I mean, stuck to be fair, him. he's been underground for thirty years. Right, yeah. there's a lot of pent up yeah. stuff. I don't know how he really became he, like a penguin though. He's got like web. I guess because he, he was born. That's why they threw him away. That's why they threw him away. Oh god, because he ate the cat in the beginning. This whole movie is wild. Thoughts with him eating. Yeah, <laughs> he's in a cage. This whole movie is wild. Yeah. I, lo- I love that. But then there's sympathy at the end. You feel he's bad still for trying him. to kill yeah. Batman and Catwoman at the end. Yeah. And Shrek. He told him down everyone. He was going to kill everyone. And that's the thing that's well, he's of... going to kill all the firstborn babies. Yeah. It, it turns into like biblical. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that, and that's kind of one of the, that epic final scene where you know he's he's dying and the and, he's, and the penguins lead him back into the oh like pallbearers yeah in the sewer of green sludge <laughs> yeah. and to to drown music and and, and, uh, and, and oh. yeah and i and i and somehow i feel for this character still he and never had a chance it, keaton even has sympathy it seems like as bruce wayne just watching him because he's in the batman suit but he's full-on bruce wayne because that mask the rubble mask gets ripped this is a horrible individual. Well, I mean, looking to kill the firstborn. At one point, family. Shrek says he's like, "If Oswald wasn't thrown in the sewer, you guys would have been best friends in charm school or whatever." <laughs> you know, he's because he came from a rich family. I like away. that. I, I like that. I like. I think I also like that. Um, all these other Batman's years lay in those more of well, I guess every movie is kind of a similar thing, but uh, Batman and Catwoman all attracted to each other, but it's usually Batman and Catwoman. But this, it's supposed to, it's Bruce and Selena. Bruce and Selena. He yeah. doesn't even know of Catwoman that, when he's supposed to. And that's it. the thing. I think this movie, I, I think it does the Selena, Bruce Wayne, Catwoman, Batman dynamic. I feel like it does it better than the other ones. Uh, there's yeah. that scene when they you know figure I mean? out that who, they're who they each other and they're dancing. And then, does this mean we have to fight now? Mm-hmm. Like, what a great scene. Yeah. Like, it, you don't have to, but... I mean, you can feel the tension. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's sexual tension. There's uh, physical tension. Yeah, good and evil tension. This movie does it better than the yeah. other ones. I'm yeah. just saying. It, it's it's well written, and like in, in a way. Now this is me getting a little deep in the weeds here, but think Let's of go. Bruce Wayne. I'd like to get deep in weeds. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't shave. So think of Bruce Wayne and Batman, right? <laughs> Each one of the three villains is like a side of his personality. Shrek is like Bruce Wayne, like the rich guy who's trying to profit. Yeah. Penguin is the damaged, scarred like soul. Kind of, yeah. yeah, and Catwoman is like the neutral, where she could oh. go either. <laughs> yeah, she's very horny. They can go well, either in way. The new Batman, Catwoman does go either way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, we're gonna touch on it. She, she's like the scarecrow. Some people go both ways, but. You know, each character kind of represents one half, or one, not one half, one third of Bruce's personality. And wow. I think that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, I, I never thought of that, but that's... 
spot on. I don't know if that was done intentionally, but if it was, it was genius. (laughs) And that's the thing is like our our buddy Andrew Sacone, he knows that we love this movie and he always says, What it doesn't make any sense at all. But you just made sense of it. Oh, it makes way too much sense. That's (laughs) the problem. He watches. Sorry if you're listening. Hey Andy. You came in last place in fantasy football, Andy. We have a trophy for you. It's yeah, a way to announce it, Joe. Uh, he's pumped for next year, though. Yeah, totally I awesome. love his his videos on Instagram with bad movies out and music. It's great, but I you don't think Batman movies. Returns is a bad movie. Good. Okay. It's great. We're still gonna watch that one of these days. We're gonna we're gonna turn them. Those hopes build. Yeah, just listen to this review, brother. We we love Batman Returns. We do. We love it. But um, we're gonna take a quick break here with the um um the discussion of because we just finished tim burton and he was supposed to get a third one but he did not we'll get into that well he's an executive producer on the third one yeah he got demoted he didn't do much he got bruce arians (laughs) he did get arians (laughs) holy shit uh no tom brady involved in this one but we're gonna do a little beer review crack open oh i love that oh hell yeah (laughs) el segundo brewing a nice day here and we're gonna head down south for a little southern tier brewing company a uh, nice slice. It's a natural waddle melon seasonal ale. You did that just like a radio read. That was perfect. <laughs> Holy crap. I promise I'm not being sponsored. No, but I if, you want us, to be. if you want to send if, us free yeah, beer. Send us beer. He looks a straight shoot. Brad Pohl. Send it. Um, yeah, we're going to give this a shot on this nice summer-like spring day and test out some nice slice. Hopefully it's nice. Southern Tier Brewing Company. No, no, we we've discussed watermelon beers, and I think we're all not in favor of them. However, Which I don't mind this because Mike loves anything. I, I, yeah, I'm obsessed with watermelon. Jolly Ranchers and such. But for yeah. some reason, nobody can do a good watermelon beer. No, this, but this this tastes more like a wheat ale I taste with a hint yeah. of watermelon. I taste the wheat. It's not overpowering in any way, Which and they, I like it. They don't say wheat on here, but there's got to be some in here. But the peach we had on the last podcast was wheat, and I didn't really taste much wheat, but I taste more it's here. Okay. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna it's stick got with a chick skateboard, and that's pretty. Cool. That is yeah, pretty that's wild. Uh, I, I'm gonna stick with the, the watermelon on the hat. The two water best watermelon beers I still think that I've had are the. Uh, 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 what is it? Hell, hell or high hell water or by Twenty First Century. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Amendment Brewery. And I also like, I also do like the new um, Bud Sour Seltzers. That oh yeah, that yeah, that watermelon is yeah. very good as well. I can, I can get behind that one actually. Not a fan of the Woolhead watermelon one. No, that's no, the no, worst no, of the Warheads. Yeah, no. that's pretty bad. I don't like we that. Got a, I don't like maybe the Maybe on the next podcast, I have another uh, Woolheads one coming in. What one? It's, it's like a mashup. It's a really? peach something. I'm down with that because the, the the green apple is money and the black cherry is good. Um, oh, the blue what is it? Blue raspberry, raspberry blue raspberry. raspberry was that good. one was really good yeah. too. But the watermelon left a little to be desired, yeah. and the I lemon was still good too. Actually, I don't know why it's so hard to make a good. That one's okay though. Yeah. No, you I guys like want this. more of this can? I think I'll take a sip. No. It's, it's good. Dry, really dry though. It's a little dry. It's a little dry. Especially for watermelon, you want the trick. You want to keep. Well, yeah, it's not too sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how they get you. That's how they get you. So I, I got a question for you guys. Yeah, man. Do you guys like the circus? <laughs> want to go to the circus? I like going to church. You too? <laughs> you too. 
<laughs> you as well. Val Kilmer with one of the most astonishing slip uh, uh, slip lists in, list well, in movie history, which is fine, but like it's not there. It's not there the, the entire movie. The yeah. It's it's why is it left in the movie? <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get a take. You couldn't yeah. edit it where he doesn't list. It's literally a five second clip. They can't just have him say circus until he gets it right. Like <laughs> no, uh, they leave it as circus. It's so questionable. So much. Look at stuff in this movie, though. I mean, that's yeah. kind of where Robin comes from. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, this is a Two Face. I think it, it is. A was it you who said this is a Robin movie more than a Batman movie? Yeah, yeah. we've discussed yeah, we, we it. We both discussed um, it. Yeah, this is a Robin origin story, and it's Robin at his best. Yeah. I, this I don't like this movie very much like at Robin, all. It's hard to yeah. it's hard to sit through, honestly. <laughs> well, we talked about it when it came out when we were much younger. Yeah. We thought it was the greatest the thing. We, 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 were, we were Jim Carrey fanatics, Jim Carrey everything, yeah, Ace Ace Batman Jungle, everything. Jungle, oh, so as, mask, young, yeah. as a young Batman fan, as a young movie fan, this movie can do no wrong. Yeah. But now as grown adults, it's, it's pretty rough. Um, and I think that really the only saving grace of this movie, quite honestly, is Chris O'Donnell. The only and saving yeah. grace yeah. is grace. Grace. Yeah. yeah. This rough. is... Uh, so this is the Dick first Ray. movie that I remember as a child. Now, this came out in 95, right, I think? Mm-hmm. So I was seven, eight years old or whatever. And I remember this is the first movie that people talked about the casting before the movie came out. They're like, so-and-so is going to be the Riddler, you know? Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is going to be Two-Face. And, like, in a way that, like, set a table in my <laughs> mind. Like, it set a, a, an expectation level. Yeah. Because, like you said, Jim Carrey, we were all about... Mid-90s, we're, Jim Carrey is a friggin' superstar. Right. You know? And I'm just like... Oh, Jim Carrey's gonna be the Riddler. I kept thinking like Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Like uh-huh. it's gonna be great. Even though to take us back in the year of 2022, Jim Carrey just had his biggest opening <laughs> movie release of all time with Sonic 2, Sonic. which is crazy to think of. And now he's retired. It's probably for the best. Yeah, a Sonic video game, a Sega video game is the number one. But yeah, I mean, at this at this time, you know, Jim Carrey could do no wrong. And I like you. I thought this would be the perfect Riddler. He's oh yeah. And, like, this was another one where, Let's like, you'd put on VH1 or something and the SEAL video would be on to promote it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, look, they're showing clips from the movie. Of course, it's the best clips. And as a kid, you don't know that. You're just like, this looks friggin' awesome. You're, like, all jacked up, you know? I, I, I so remember many, as a so kid, I was never more excited. From, I was yeah. never more excited for a Batman movie than this one. Uh, there we are. SEAL, Kiss from Rose. A lot of people don't realize it's from this soundtrack. You know whose favorite song this is? Bob, Bobcat. Really? Yeah, he loves it. Oh, our offspring buddy. Our offspring buddy loves this song, which I'm happy. I'm happier he sang, you know, get a job rather than yeah. that song. With us, but he loves that song. He marks out every time. But this is Good a song. This is just a strange movie. Great soundtrack. Um, great soundtrack. Not denying the soundtrack, uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, That's an old thing. We were. I mean, we're still big Offspring fans, but at the time in the 90s, we were huge Offspring Yeah, Smash fans. came out. And uh, Smash It Up, which was almost a sequel to Smash. Yes. This was before Americana. Mm-hmm. So they did Smash, and Smash was big, and then they do a song, Smash It Up. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, perfect. And it's great use in the scene with Robin and stealing the Batmobile. Yeah. We'll focus uh, activity. Well, that's the up. thing. Is, so this is the one where, this is the, also the first time when I watched a movie where... I had expectations that weren't met. Because coming off, being a kid watching Batman and Batman Returns, you think Gotham's going to look a certain way, the people are going to be a certain way, and all of a sudden everything's coated in neon. The buildings are made of statues of like Joseph buff guys. There's like buff guys holding up buildings. Uh, like Oiled what? up. Yeah, like it, it's so weird. 
and I, I don't have like a way to describe it other than it's not the Gotham I was expecting, so I was let yeah. down. And then, like I said, the neon. Like the, well, the thing is, Joel Schumacher was more of a music video director, which yeah, is probably loud. why the soundtrack's really good. Yeah, loud um, and in your face stuff with music yeah. videos because you have three and minutes to play he with. He made a Batman movie that was just an hour and a half that was a music video, basically. And the dialogue's not good. The story's not good. The acting's not good. The colors are so loud. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like Screaming. these Bud Light seltzers you guys will drink in right now. No, they're fine. This limeade no, is all don't right. these. Well, these are delicious. Like even Two Faces, all of a sudden he's his face is purple and he's wearing a leopard color, like or a zebra. And suit. they're both doing Joker. Yeah. No one's oh. doing Riddle. No one's doing Two Face. No. And, and um, this and this files back to the original Batman, the original Tim Burton Batman, where. Billy D. Lewis, uh, Billy D. Yeah, Billy we, D. Williams. Billy yeah. D. Williams. At the time, he was promised a two-faced role in a future Batman movie. Yeah, they did. And the so, lead up to it. When Joel Schumacher and time and Warner Brothers decided, you know what, we do want Two-Face, but we don't want Billy D. We want Tommy Lee Jones for whatever reason. We want um, two faces, and we don't want either of them to be black. <laughs> oh, we yeah, should have had <laughs> we should have had Harvey Calrissian. God and, damn it! And yeah. they and they he said was Lando. They had faces. to pay D- Billy D out of his contract, and Billy yeah. D did eventually get to play Two Face in a Lego movie Lego. as a voice. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention, we won't mention the Lego Batman movie, which is great. Though. I enjoyed. That. I, enjoyed I love that. Lego <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Uh, Will Arnett. We voice won't include in the ranking, but it, it's Reese's. great. You like Reese's, eat a Reese's. Billy, Billy D. Williams, fi- he finally Zach gets Zach Galifianakis to... as Joker? Why don't we talk about him as Joker? <laughs> <laughs> fi- Billy D. Williams does eventually finally get to play Two-Face. But, that's why but he they had took... to buy him out of his contract yeah. first. That's why he took the role in the first one. is because he's like, oh man, this is going to be money down right. the line. Yeah, I'm, do a Two-Face I promised the Two-Face role. Yeah. But instead it goes to Tommy Lee Jones and it's... It's a bummer. <laughs> but there's also like... Drew Barrymore is featured in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, God, who's the other? The other woman is somebody. Uh, um, Nicole oh. Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yeah. thank you. Nicole Kidman is, like, the star power is amped up for this one. Oh, there is star power. But it they do not deliver. deliver. No, wait. I mean, what it would. Only for some Batman. <laughs> oh, she, my God. She, yeah. She just wants to fuck a, <laughs> a man in a bat not, costume. Not even yeah. Bruce. Yeah, Batman. Uh, she literally wants to role play. Literally, though. Bruce is attracted to her. And they what, have a little thing, but she's like, I, I'm in love with an old man. But one of, my favorite, one of my favorite moments, though, and it, it is hilarious, and I just die laughing every time, is because like bat, uh, Bruce Wayne, played by Val Kilmer in this movie, has this complex, right, where he's like, yeah, I'm Batman, but man, I really like this Chase Meridian. But I know that she wants to fuck the bat. Yeah. So then when he ho- shows up in her room the one night and she's what in her evening gown and she's you know all ready to go and then mm-hmm. she comes to this revelation. She's like, oh, you know, all this time I thought I wanted to Batman, but I'm there's somebody else. There's somebody else, and well, he knows that that's somebody else Bruce Wayne. Yeah. is Bruce Wayne, and that's when he turns to the camera. So cheesy. Oh. That big smile, that big corny <laughs> smile across his face. I won. She wants Bruce Wayne, not Batman. I don't have to do this anymore. And then he doesn't want to be Batman anymore. Also, I, I want to mention, oh. I know now there's a documentary <laughs> out. Bill Kimball has some medical issues and stuff. Does not give him any excuse for how bad his performance is in this movie. No, Because um, this was years before all that. Um, he was. He might be the worst Batman. Because uh, we're going to get to Clooney, but Clooney wasn't trying. No, <laughs> it seems like Val Kilmer is trying in oh, this yeah. movie. He, he wanted yeah. to make this work. He like he's not good. Um, 
And I think that's the problem with this movie, and it comes down, he's like a microcosm of it. The movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Because exactly. it has these yeah. serious moments, and then like these total like sixty six Batman campy moments. We go back to because Nicole Kidman's character was a therapist and everything. We go back to where uh, we have to see Bruce's parents get shot again. Oh we yeah, that's that. right. <laughs> Why are we well, doing well, an origin a, story? Because it's again. a reboot, yeah. but it's a continuation. Alfred's the same guy, right? Yeah, Michael Go. Yeah, the same same Alfred, but now Val Kilmer's uh, Bruce Wayne's uncle. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like this movie feels it, it's in the same franchise because Commissioner Gordon's the same and everything like yeah, that's they true. keep these the guys cast, but for the most part it's a completely different movie yeah in feel different vibe yeah the vibe the the setting like everything is different which, which is what they wanted I guess because right it was supposed to be a uh, Tim Burton trilogy Batman and, Returns was and, too and, uh, and yeah. we were supposed and, to get Batman Beyond which would have been great and uh, old. Bruce Wayne, Batman. And Tim Burton wanted to, I think he wanted to continue what he built off of Batman Returns, and he brought that to the studio, and they said, no, 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 this one was too dark, it didn't work for us, we'll keep you on an executive role, but we're going to go with a different director. And at the time, Keaton was still on board. Yeah. Keaton was still on board up to the point that he got the script and said, this sucks. Ke- yeah. Keaton did <laughs> what Jim Carrey did later in his career. Yeah, right. Where Jim Carrey, there was the Mask Two with Jimmy Jamie Kennedy, where yeah. Carrey's like not doing it. There was what Bruce, not yeah. Bruce Almighty, was the uh, one with Carell. Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. Yeah. He's like, no, not doing that sequel. Like yeah. Carrey skipped shot, and you know Keaton said the same thing. He looked at, it, he goes, I nah, didn't, nah, I didn't see it yet, but that must show how good Sonic Two is. That he came back. That Jim Carrey <laughs> did a sequel. He doesn't do those. Right, he's very picky. Except for Dumb and Dumber, it took him twenty years, and it's that piece of shit. It wasn't. It wasn't good, but it wasn't the worst. It wasn't it half past dead. I wish it didn't happen. Well, yeah, it didn't need to happen. Yeah, it was sad, um, but it would have been nice to see another another Keaton one here instead of whatever this was. Yeah, Kilmer tried and just failed. I, I I'm not gonna shit on the guy for trying, but like yeah. he, he was. But I just you know I'll, I'll never I'll never be able to like I wonder what Tim Burton was going with the third one. Yeah, if he was yeah. gonna make it more dark because I feel and like... more disturbing than. That. Returns. I want to know. I what feel like that his was. was going to be an ending too. Like they weren't going to do another movie. Like this was going to be a final right. trilogy. Yeah. And like I, I do wish I knew where it was going with that. I can but, only imagine. Yeah, because if you know. if the second one, if Batman Returns is as dark as it is, like how is he going to end it? Yeah. You know. And there might not have even been a Robin, which I think is probably for the best. Although he, he carried this movie. Yeah, he carried this movie, but in Burton, Burton didn't need Robin. No. You know, but like. He actually saved this movie with Schumacher directing. And there's a reason why, you know, they do a lot of recasting. They recast Batman for the next one that we're going to get into, but they don't recast Robin because he was, he was really, good. He's yeah. good in this movie, which he's not in Batman and Robin. Which we'll get no, everybody's good in Batman and Robin. If we say so. I do say so. I'm going to stand by that opinion. Always going. That's the friggin' worst. Oh, Speaking of. <laughs> Batman and Robin, the follow-up Schumacher film, and what I always, what do I always say, boys? If you're gonna be bad, if you're gonna be campy, if you're gonna be trash, if you're gonna be stupid, if you're gonna be funny, just do it. Just do it. Deep end. And he did it. Don't dive into the shallow end. Nah, they did and Schumacher it. went to the ocean, and it's freaking great. It's entertainment. <laughs> Bro, bro, this is entertainment, bro. That's all I'm going to say. That's all it is. Yeah. It, it's From the beginning to the end. I think at the time, 
sorely disappointing <laughs> because you still had those Burton movies in mind, and the last one straddled the fence just enough to make you say, like, maybe they'll bring it back. Right. And yeah. once the opening scene starts, you're like, you, you know what oh, I mean. it's this is like Indiana Jones 4, the crystal skull when he gets yeah. in the fridge. And you're just like, oh, I know what this movie is. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to be from mad. The bat. They get you right. We had uh, a Batman marathon for the anniversary of Batman. It reached a milestone. Was it 30 years? Two yeah. years ago? Something yeah. like that. 30 years. Yeah, because I'm as old as Batman. So, yes, 30 <laughs> years. Um, and we had a marathon. We showed each Batman movie. My favorite day of I woke at a movie theater. My favorite day, we were showing Batman and Robin. I walk in to see who the fuck would pay to see Robin <laughs> in the year 2019. I walk in empty. Oh, that's so empty. sad. Not a single person paid to see this. Oh. When me and Mike went to Batman 89, the original, and it was like sold out. Yeah, movie we terrible. had people sitting next to us. It was packed. Uh, Batman Returns, I went to. It was busy. This one, not so much. Batman Forever had a few people, yeah. not as busy. But Batman Robin, empty. And I, I took a Snapchat video of showing the empty crowd, and it was the beginning scene, which has the beginning line of, this is why Superman doesn't have a sidekick. Yes. And I took the video of I took a Snapchat yes. showing the empty theme, and then showed that line, and goes, that's why no one's here right now. <laughs> it's so good. Because that's how you start the movie. The Batman credit card, never leave the cave without yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's just all cheesy lines. Oh. And then, Hello, Freeze. Hello. I'm Batman. That, that's, a bad, that's a bad stalling, but to go back to Batman Forever... I didn't realize because we had this mindset of we're you know in the '90s that was such a good movie for us and stuff. But we just rewatched all these movies, and Batman Forever starts off just as bad as oh, with Batman that, that bank heist. No, there's a line at the beginning of Batman Forever. It's in the Batcave, and um, he's leaving. I don't remember the line exactly, but um, he doesn't have time for anything. And Alfred says something like, um, "Are you getting drive-through or something?" You remember the line? Well, something, it's something like that. I guess you're going to have to get drive-through. And it was just like... Oh. It is really bad. It's yeah. really bad. And that, that was the thing. You know, I'm, I'm 11 years old at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I got to take a whiz. You guys can talk about yeah, yeah, I'll, try, I'll do my best. I'll we're, take out when we, you get back. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, I'm 11 years old at this point, And, you know, um, I'm excited because it's still Batman. Yeah. Right? And at the time, I still thought Batman Forever was great. Yeah. So... I'm like, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's playing Mr. Freeze. Arnold That's was cool. a big selling point. I think <laughs> people was, undersell that. Like Arnold was. was at the height of his powers. Like he was still Terminator, uh, Commando. He's in his prime here. Yeah, he's really. still Arnold here. He's not Governor yet. You know. I, I don't know if I was excited for the George Clooney Batman, but I'm like, I was not. Oh, oh there's a Bat Girl, and there's oh, oh Poison Ivy. That might be cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the the female villain appealed to me as a kid. Yeah. Because we got like I mean we Catwoman, but Catwoman wasn't like a true villain. Right. So like the idea of Poison Ivy as you know because I did watch the animated series growing mm -hmm. up. I was like that's the only way I knew her. Right. And I was like oh this could be interesting as a kid. I was like that's awesome. Yeah. And also the fact that like I said Arnold's at his powers. I did not like the clue. That was another one where I found out my mom had Entertainment Weekly. She's like, George Clooney's going to be Batman. And I was immediately <laughs> turned off because my mom, my aunts, my cousins, they all watched ER yeah. in the 90s. That was his big like hit that made him George Clooney. He was like an ER doctor or whatever. Yes. And like I was just like, this guy's stupid. Same with my mom, yeah. Fuck George Clooney, you know? And I was like, I don't want to see him as Batman. I was like, I want to see Keaton. Like, I still wanted Keaton. We want a Keaton. So. Yeah, and, and it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't nostalgia even. It was just like, he's the best at it. 
get a right. good guy. Right. You know? like, like, what's so hard? We, we, we failed with Val Kilmer that last one. Like, we're going to fail again? As a 10-year-old, I was just like, <laughs> he's not going to be a good Batman. And it's kind of hard for, like, a 10-year-old to be disappointed, right? Yeah, right? like, this is when you should be like, oh, man, explosions, cool. And this like, is what I remember. I you remember... were still watching wrestling, and wrestling was in the shitter in 96. <laughs> I remember, uh, you know, going to a ninety movie theater for this oh, movie. Oh, I love that place. Um, or it might have been United Artists. It was one of the two. Uh, by the old Kmart, but I remember coming out of the uh, theater, 11 years, 10, 11 years old, and I'm just like... We tasted disappointment. Yeah, I'm just like, that wasn't good. Like, I, There's only a couple times where I remember being really young, seeing a movie, and being disappointed in it, feeling it's, that it's disappointment. Almost, it, it was that, yeah. and it was Mystery Men. With Ben Stiller and For William me. H. Macy yeah. and Janine Those Garofalo. are two movies, that, this one and Mystery Men, that I felt very excited I feel like Mystery Men about. might like now. Maybe. Maybe now, but but at the time as a child, yeah. Smash Mouth also Bat- didn't, didn't Batman, like it too much. Batman and, Batman and Robin, I feel like, is when you're a kid and you you hit you that have f- expectations. Well, you hit you. that first jump into adulthood, yeah, like pu- through puberty. Yeah. Like you hit that where you're like, that wasn't good. I don't yeah. like that. That sucks. I remember that, and it hurts feeling. you because yeah. you're like all of a sudden you feel cynicism I, for the first time in your I'm life. Gonna, I love Batman. I didn't like that. I'm yeah. gonna compare it. it was a few years after that, obviously, but. Me and Mike, big pop punk kids in the '90s and stuff. We went to see Good Charlotte and Simple Plan. Oh god! And it was on. It was for Mike's birthday of the one year. We were so excited. Good Charlotte was our favorite band at the time. I love that first album. And the second right. album just came out. And you know, Lifestyles of Rich and Famous, yeah. Anthem. It had some good songs. And we went. And that was the night the pop punk kids in us died. <laughs> oh, no. And, and it wasn't a bad show. <laughs> no, but it, it was just, we were at Tinks. It was crowded. Tinks? And then we were just. We see all the tweens. Yeah. yeah. And we were starting to feel old. And, and we were it's just. Starting to feel old. You were like 14. I know. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, it was something hit. And we met Simple Plan and Autopilot Off, who opened. We got autographs. It's something and, about that show, though. Like, yeah. after that show. We never listened I never to, listened to Charlotte, Charlotte again. You became never. a discerning viewer for yeah. the first time. I never listened yeah. to Charlotte again. Like, and nothing bad happened. No, right? no. It wasn't a bad well, experience. It just was like, it's, this kind of sucks. It's a, passage, <laughs> it's a passage into adulthood where you you start to form what you, you like and what you don't yeah. like. And you watch that movie or see that concert and you're like, not for me. I misjudged. But ironically yeah. now... We got into it with uh, with wrestling. There was a point where I oh, think all of us just... We all checked, checked out. Checked out. 2004 through 2011 Yeah, because we just like... Yeah, this isn't as good as I remembered. Like, and uh, you know, at that point, you just got to accept it. It's for not what it that is the old yeah. Batman can, but... and the old wrestling, the old good Charlotte. It's not that that wasn't good. It's just it's a different time, mm-hmm. and then it's a different style, and you're well, you're growing up. Like and... he just said, you have to accept it for what it is after yeah. a while, yeah. and that's what we have done with Batman and Robin. Right. We yeah. have come full circle. At I don't the time, know about Chris. At, yeah. at the time, it was very disappointing, yeah. and it was. Yeah. I, this isn't Batman. This isn't the Batman. That and I now love. it's this like the Batman. Adam West. But now yes. looking at the Adam now, West, it's enjoyable. ultimate campy. And l- let me enjoy this for what it is. It's it's, it's a joke. I, it's, I ten times joke. Better, it's ten times better than Batman Forever. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, there's something to enjoy. Like it's bad, and I'm going to enjoy the bad. It's yes. why we watch Nicholas Cage movies. Even yes. though he's had some good movies recently. Primal was fun. But um, just the fact that George Clooney's not trying to be Bruce Wayne or Batman yeah. at all, and he's, he's just being George Clooney. George Clooney. Being yeah. Yeah. He's not changing and, his voice. He doesn't change his voice for when he's Bruce Wayne, the Batman. And, it's Clooney. And Robin being very, very, you know, 
upset about yeah. Alfred dying and him being just so nonchalant about it. He's not sick, Robin. He's dying. <laughs> and with then his, with, uh, his, with his bobblehead, the, the <laughs> love triangle with poison ivy. Oh, where they're both playing oh, into they, them. They, they both want poison ivy to, to blow the ivy into their face, yeah, and they're fighting um, over. Can we also talk about fighting the fact over that who's going to get poisoned? Bane is in this movie. Bane. Yeah, this is our first introduction. What a to Bane. useless character. Way before, although Tom Holly Bane. I we will had, say, uh, Dead Wrestle from WCW. Swenson, the final who, solution. Yeah. The Jeep. Yeah. yeah. Dude, well, I will Died say. Died from steroids. No. I oh, would have never guessed. <laughs> I will say this, that the the sight gag of Bane driving Poison Ivy around with a fedora is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the funnier things. It does. It has all these kind of weird things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, like Arnold's, Arnold's freeze. Uh, you need to cool down. Oh, chill out. Chill out. If Everything want, has to if, do if with If you want cool. to revisit this movie and make it fun, I did something. We just watched it not too long ago. And we, I made a drinking game. So I said I was going to take a sip of beer, alcohol, whatever you got. Take a sip every time there is a freeze pun. <laughs> and you will get fucking drunk. <laughs> you will get drunk. And you'll have a good time. It's <laughs> almost every line he has. One thing I do want to point out that I don't like from the two movies, there's this one character who's like a newspaper reporter, mm-hmm. like a gossip yeah. columnist, that lady. Uh-huh. Oh, Bruce! Hey! Uh... That lady is annoying. I feel, I feel like they're trying to do the thing with Vicky Vale's buddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that guy's cool, though. Yeah. King of the Wicker people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, they're, they're trying to pull that and bring yeah. that back um, uh, with this character. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Batman and Robin, it's, it's fun for me now. Disappointing yeah. at the time, fun now. Disappointing when you compare it to the rest of them, but fun when you look at it as what it is. Look at it as an Adam West one. Schumacher said, you know, made the decision, I'm going all Hollywood here. I'm Hollywood. And that's what he did yeah. with Batman Forever as well. I'm going to extend on that. I'm going to get even bigger names. Yeah. I'm going to get Clooney. I'm going to get Arnold. I'm going to get Uma. And I do. I don't know if it's good. They do but. the whole uh, twist at the end where uh, you feel bad for Freeze. And obviously he's trying to just kill everyone and stuff. I mean, the whole time it's to save his wife, who's mm-hmm. frozen and sick. And he's the scientist. But then him and Batman make this deal at the end, and then all of a sudden he's got the he's antidote. got the antidote right there for Alfred and and to help his wife um, that he didn't know was still alive and all this. It, it you know you get some sympathy. It's just kind of weird, right? Because you go from a guy that's wanting to destroy everyone. To yeah, like, and then he's a free man who just gets to kill Poison Ivy at the end. Is that what we're led to believe? Well, they're in the they're in, in the, the jail, in the jail cell together. Her, but yeah. A little weird, uh, like Clooney. <laughs> He's Clooney. It is what it is. I just it's love fun. It's just a sad ending to this era of Batman. I just love all the years, all these years later, though. Clooney still he ma- he makes fun of it. Yeah, he, ma- he, he makes he, make, he makes fun of it. Rubble nipples. Uh, I I made Batman gay. Is what he said. Yeah. What he said. Not that there was anything wrong with that. No, no, no. But uh, I don't. He wasn't gay though. He wanted, he wanted poison no. ivy. He wanted yeah. some of that ivy. He's fighting with Robin. Yeah, they're fighting over. They're but fighting. maybe they were jealous because they were actually in love. In this movie, that might make sense. And that, oh, and Poison Ivy was, was tearing them in apart between in, them, between yeah. their, in between their love. Yeah. There is a lot of tension between Batman and Robin in this yeah. movie. That's why that it's titled it. Batman and Robin. Yeah, and then we have Batgirl, too. And then, oh, once Robin's like, well, Poison Ivy's bad. I'm going to use these fake lips and stuff. And then, oh, wait, I got this hot blonde right here. And Alfred's all for it. He's like, yeah. And... Wow. We got 
Robin and Batgirl. I think we just uncovered something about Batman and Robin that we didn't know before. That they're in love with each other. Yeah. We might. This is a love story between Batman and Robin. I think so. Oh, um, but now we're going to head to a new era. And we're going to head to the... Uh, the critically Nol- acclaimed... Nolan Trilogy. Christopher Nolan Trilogy. I know Kevin's got some thoughts on this. Yeah. We're going to go Nolan Trilogy, which means... Sorry, Danny Elfman, you're out. Hans Zimmel's in. Which you can't do better than these two guys making music for your movies. Danny Elfman, Hans Zimmel. Batman Begins! And so it begins the Nolan trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy. And again, critically acclaimed. And this is the, uh, you know, there was a long, thir- like, what? I mean, like 20 year break between Batman and the uh, 97 to 05 so about 8 years yeah but yeah. For, but I'm saying this is the first time we have a long extended break oh, between yeah, yeah, Batman yeah. films yeah. Uh, since the original Adam West to the so, Tim Burton know, it was time to reboot it was indeed time to reboot we needed to take a break from the Batman for a while uh, Schumacher kind of killed it a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit yeah. Yeah. So, so we take a break uh, we go from 97 to now, eight years later, 2005. Yeah. Batman's back. Whole new story. Another origin story. Right. Complete origin story. I don't yeah. like it. It's more of a Bruce Wayne film than a Batman film. But, Kevin, this is critically acclaimed. And critics are wrong. I don't know what to a lot say. Of people, I know people who say it's the best. They're the best idiots. Batman movie. Bemble than the Dark Knight. Who are these idiots? Who are these <laughs> morons? Who are these fucking schmucks? Them this makes me angry, like to hear that. Like, and I shouldn't get angry over a stupid superhero movie. But this movie was—I saw this in theaters three times because each time I tried to convince myself to like it. And I took—I took three different. I did that with um, the Rise of Skywalker. No, I'll never get over that. The fact that Oscar Isaac has this look of defeat on his face when he goes. Somehow Palpatine's back. I'm just reading the script. Uh, we could do a podcast on Star Wars. That oh. might be coming. I, I don't know, though. There's that's going to be a 15-parter. Yeah, there's a, a, a lot there. I mean, we're trying to get uh, through the entire Batman series. Yeah. In one yeah. Uh, we're flowing through it. And Okay, so I took three different dates to this movie because I wanted to like it that much that I dragged these poor, unsuspecting yeah. women to this movie with me. I like I, to think that it didn't work out because you were like... <laughs> They like the movie, and you're like, why? What, what's wrong with yeah. you? Yeah, I just got in their face. I like, did that once on a, a date. Someone liked a preview <laughs> of something. I was like, this is it? Well, I had a, I, I, You guys know I had a girlfriend who dragged me to Meryl Streep movies. So. Yeah. But she didn't like The Master either. But So this Classic. movie this movie I went to. Dare and, she. Like, this was another one. Oh, Big Liam fuck. Neeson. <laughs> Big fuck. Liam Neeson is there, and I'm like, oh, cool. You know, whatever. His character is completely. I, okay, everything makes sense in this movie. Except for Ra's Al Ghul. Even that, in a way, makes yeah. sense. And I get it, but it's not interesting. It's not good. It's, it's boring. It's storytelling. It's, it's story- build-up. Yeah. It's a good build-up movie. It's If you're playing a video game, I don't play many video games. I've played one Batman game at Arkham Asylum. Um, well, Arkham City, one of the Arkham games. But every time you play one of these video games, you have a, a bit of a prologue where you... You play like an introduction and you long basic training to the game. That's this movie in a nutshell. More than half of the movie is League of Shadows. League of Shadows. It's it's Bruce Wayne lulling the tricks, which is cool. Didn't need to be as long as it was. But, you know, you, oh, this is how he can do all this stuff. 
It's something we haven't seen in the other ones. He's already Batman when yeah. Batman stalled. So it's kind of neat to see that. It doesn't need to be as long. And then the whole thing, he does all this training, and then it's, well, now you have to kill this guy. Well, and he's like, I don't want to do that. And this then, is the problem with the training, is that the training, you know, he's trained to be this fighter, yeah. this, you know, and the fight scenes are garbage. The, the cuts, the camera work. Uh, like, if I have one problem with Chris Nolan's trilogy, it's the fight scene. This is one where you don't even know what's going on in some scenes. And yeah. I think that if the action scenes were a, like a balance to the, the storying, it would be great. But the balance is way off because the fight scenes are so pitiful. Yeah, That's the big problem with this movie. And this is also Nolan who has now become almost a... I like Christopher Nolan, but he's almost a parody of himself now <laughs> where, with his movies and stuff. And the Batman trilogy led to... What we see now, where he's all about IMAX, big budget action shots, Inception. explosions, yeah. Inception, and Lestel, um, Dunkirk, uh, Tenet. Tenet was like the pinnacle of Chris Nolan he's got being Chris Nolan. Yeah, I'm going to blow up this plane. I can use special effects to do it, but I'm going to blow up a literal plane. And now he's filming a movie about um, the nuclear bomb and the scientist who created the atomic bomb. Who knows? He might actually blow. <laughs> They're like, going to go to New We Mexico. might die because of Chris Nolan. <laughs> he is very method directing anymore. And it kind of started with these Batman movies because he got the, oh, I'm blockbuster. I'm going to literally do these. He's got the budget. Action scenes and blow stuff up. And sometimes it works. Dark Knight, a lot of those scenes work. Um, you know, Batman oh, Begins, it's just. Another problem with this movie, and maybe it's just being conditioned by other Batman movies. There's really not a main villain. No. Scarecrow is ancillary. There's the gangster guy. Yeah, the Falcon. Falcone. There's and and like Liam Neeson is just in the first twenty minutes and the last twenty minutes. Like yeah. he's not featured at all. Yeah. There's no. He conflict. ends up being the big villain. The only conflict is Bruce with himself. Yeah. And that doesn't make for a good Batman movie. It, it's my problems with Batman Begins, and we'll get into it. Dark Knight Rises. Where it's similar, where you don't know the main villain until near the end. <laughs> yeah, and then all. they have these other villains there, that's, and both villains happen to be... That's you guessed it, they're Fogel and Donald, they're uh, Ra's al Ghul and his Donald. Oh, I can't wait to and, talk about that. I mean, it's a way to bookend the film. Yeah, but... it's a nice twist. You know, what would... We talked about Solos, what would Empire Strikes Back be without finding that Luke, I am your Fogel? Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god, mind-blowing twist. But... You know, it just doesn't... There was no build-up to yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh, the guy who trained Batman is the bad guy? Yeah. And what about Scarecrow? And then the thing... I love Scarecrow, and I love Killian, Killian Murphy, Murphy as yeah, an actor. Yeah. He's great. Him and Nolan together look great. As Corey said on our last podcast, Scarecrow's a pussy, though. Yeah. He's right. Yeah, he's right. And he starts off great. He is this, you know... He's smaller than Batman. He's smaller than Bruce Wayne. He's... Mm -hmm. He actually gets to him. Yeah, and there's that scene when he first puts on the mask and drugs Batman, and Batman falls out of the window one of the and everything. Better, one of the better scenes oh. in the movie. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Batman might be in trouble here. Yeah. And, you know, it's Batman just stalling off. So, yeah, he's Working not going to be able to, yeah, looking out the kinks. But then once Ra's al Ghul comes into play, we almost forget about Scarecrow. He's there. He's holding the whole revolt thing uh, which is a thing in these nolan movies oh he loves to turn gotham against itself yeah and it's each movie it just Amps formulated up. the same spot and then he does it and he's just another guy just kind of leading the 
the pact, and then he gets beat by Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, good old <laughs> Rachel. Taylor. Rachel, the first Rachel, the original Rachel. The Katie good Holmes, Rachel. The good Rachel. Rachel. Yes, thank yeah. you. There, there are some pluses to this movie. Uh, it has the better Rachel and yes. Katie Holmes, yes. and yep. also um, I hate Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh, we we've got lots. Um, but also, I, I, I love Tom Wilkinson as Carmine Falcone. Oh, he's such yeah. a scumbag. He's great. Okay. Yeah. I love, great I love gangster. It. Not, not yeah. really a big role. No yeah. gun. I'm insulted. <laughs> but um, but I, I, th- I feel like he's one of the uh, pluses to this movie. Yep. I agree with that. Um, his just... whole crime family, you know, it first brought, we see a lot of it in The Batman. He begged like yeah. a dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, and once again, we so much of this movie is about Bruce Wayne's parents get killed. We know. We get it. Yeah. The guy from Mandy is Mr. Wayne, the cult leader. Wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mandy's a good movie. Yeah. This movie is just, this is, okay, so you know in baseball they have war, replacement level player. This is a replacement level movie. It's it's average to me. Yeah. It's um, it's a character I like, but it's just It's a good movie. stepping stones for what's to come. Um, it's it's really Christopher Nolan finding himself as a director like, oh, this is, this, this is me going from, and he Memento. made some great movies Memento. beforehand, mm-hmm. Memento, um, Prestige. Yeah. Like his first movie with Christian Bale, and um, he was finding himself, and then you know he's well now I get to do that, but also mix it in. To me, and Chris Nolan, he's a good director. His brother John's great at writing screenplays, and you know we would see that in these Batman movies as well. I still watch this movie, and quite honestly, I still I still do like it. Yeah. but to me, it was it's one, very slow movie. It's one of those but movies. It's an origin story where mm-hmm. Batman's been gone for such a long time. Yeah. Okay. And we we are we are hankering for a new Batman movie. We're hankering for a new direction, and so I was very very excited when it came out. And because it's because there was such a long break, you know, between Batman movies, I guess at this point I didn't mind a new origin story. Yeah. So when I first saw it, uh, you know, I was happy. We with had it. no expectations. Right. I was happy with it. We didn't really know this movie was coming out. I remember, oh, it was a new Batman movie. Like we saw a preview for it, and we didn't even realize this is Batman. And then we went to see it, and we were blown away. Yeah. like we had no expectations. Didn't wasn't think Schumacher. it was gonna. Yeah, yeah. 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 The last member yeah. we have is the Schum- yeah. is George Clooney Schumacher. So yeah. when you compare it to that, I'm like, oh, this is on a this is on next level. This but is then, extra class. You, you know? know, you get Dog Knight and Dog Knight Rises, and right. This, looking back, yeah. looking back, it's weaker. Yeah, and you don't have a true villain, as Kevin said, mm-hmm. and even the villains they have aren't as great. So it's you know, it's a good origin story. It's a good stalt, but it's There's not no really fireworks. good. Not really a good movie. No. Yeah. Kind of blah. Yeah, it's blah. It's average. It's just that it's a movie that if it's on TV, I might watch it. I'm never going to go out of my way yeah. to watch this movie. Though. Right. Exactly. If so it's on, I might check it's it. It's a fine stepping stone, but it's just really leading to what's next. And what's next is maybe what's best. Talking the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. So now, critically acclaimed. You want to talk about critically acclaimed? Yeah, this gets now, it. Now, now he's now he's fully Batman, right? We got yeah. the origin stuff out of the way. Now we can get down to business. And to and to me, this to go back to Batman Begins sure. and playing into these ones, we forgot to mention Lucius Fox, who I think oh, in Morgan, the Nolan yeah. trilogy, Morgan Freeman as this character plays such a big role and so different than it's the other of, movies. Kind of a backbone to these movies. Yeah, right? kind of the man behind. Batman. 
Well, he's, yeah, know? he's the guy who gives him because he is gives a man. him the goods. Yeah, he's a man. He's not a superhero. Mm-hmm. He needs the technological advance, and, and that's Lucius what Lucius is that does. guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, now getting into the Dark Knight. I mean, this is a nine point on IMDb. Listen, one of the highest rated movies li- of all time. Listen, listen, it's deserved. Okay, yeah. in my opinion, it's deserved. I mean, this is a movie that captures you from, from, the, from the very opening finish. scene to the very final yeah. scene. Yeah. And it, and you want to talk. Blockbuster, you want to talk about popcorn, you want to talk about all everybody besides maybe Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, hitting yeah. up, hitting up, but every, every but yeah. the rest of the cast kind of hitting on all cylinders and just it's just getting everything right. Yeah, I mean this movie is it, man. Yeah. This this movie to me is it, it's a masterpiece. From the opening scene of the Jokels, multiple Jokels, and doing the whole uh, bank robbery and. Fickner. I'm gonna. We love Victor. Yeah, oh yeah. They all take each other out because it's just showing the mastermind of the Joker already that he's get, he's got all these guys to take each other out for him, so he gets all the money to himself, and like it didn't take much at all. They didn't even question. It. Oh yeah, kill the next guy and get more of the share, mm-hmm. and they're all doing it to each other. He played he, them their greed off of each other. Yeah, he politicked them into the ground. Uh, William Fickner, a favorite of all. Oh yeah. Uh, we love the movie. Uh, Drive Angry 3D. One of the only movies that somebody steals the show from Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's really in It's so good. And he's done a lot of other great things. Oh, yeah. Tons of stuff. He was in uh, the Adam Sandler, The uh, Longest Yard. So we get, a, we, get a, right. we get a little showdown between Heath Ledger's Joker and, and Fickner. The only guy in the, in the bank to beginning. stand up to him. Yeah. yeah. And just a great opening scene. Just that shot of... Jokel standing there. Heath yeah. Ledger, the full time we see Heath Ledger, and he's holding the Jokel mask, and he gets in the van. And just that that music, the, the music, ticking, the, the yeah. ticking yeah. time bomb music yeah. in the beginning. I mean, this just sets the tone. And I, I don't know. And the makeup is a big deal too. Yes. Yeah. Because when you think of the '60s Batman, Nicholson, even the cartoon, the Joker is always like perfectly put together in a suit. The makeup yeah. is always pitch perfect. The the lip, you know, the lip uh, stick and shit like yeah. that. The green hair. He's like a disheveled fucking homeless guy. He's got guy. skulls. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a skulls. mess of a human being. And you want to know how he got those skulls? <laughs> and it changes throughout the movie, too. Oh, yeah. Is it, did his wife give him those skulls? Did his father? Did he himself? Keeps we don't really guessing. know. Because he keeps you guessing. Why he would no, he tell you? He, he doesn't have a plan. He's the opposite of Batman. He yeah. has no origin. He's not. He's not. He's a man without a plan. If he had a plan, he wouldn't know what to do with it. He's like a dog chasing a call. <laughs> and and I once think, he gets it, he doesn't know what to do with and it. And I think we were all kind of like... You know, very pessimistic, right? When we all heard, yeah, that we he, talked about he casting Ledger, before. Heath Ledger like, was going to be cho- uh, chosen to play the Joker, and yeah. I, I think we we're all thinking, you know, not, I knew not, him from ten things <laughs> I hate about you. I knew him from the Patriot and Brokeback Mountain. A right, lot of people yeah, knew him from. We're, we're going from Brokeback Mountain, and he's going to be the Joker now. Yeah, really, is this happening? And but uh, the thing is, you talk about all those different movies and Patriot, ten things I hate about you. Brokeback Mountain. That's range. pretty. That's range right there. Totally uh, a Knight's Tale to, is that totally the other yeah, one? Yeah, Knight's Tale. But I, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting much really, and uh, I was very cautious about it. But uh, yeah. just like you said, from the opening scene on, every scene that he's Don't in, question he's Chris Nolan's direct, uh, <laughs> casting. I guess not. Uh, well, I question Maggie. Maggie so. Gyllenhaal yeah. is a horrible yeah. replacement. Yeah. But Katie folds out. So what are you going to oh, do? Oh, and Thanks, Michael Caine. Thanks, Tom Cruise. Yes, Michael, Michael Caine is Kane. great. We didn't mention in Batman Begins, but Michael Caine. We talked about Lucius Fox being kind of the backbone. Michael Caine's Alfred is the backbone of this trilogy. He's the halt and soul of this trilogy. He's the emotional support to Bruce Wayne, whereas Lucius is like the workman. I I do have to say one thing about his Alfred um, and the Alfred in these movies. 
he seems to have different he goes back and forth he wants bruce to be batman but doesn't want bruce to be batman yeah i guess he wants what's best for bruce but at the same time he's very cautious he's he very, knows when he's suffering yeah that he doesn't want to see him suffer yeah. And, and good he, things to that, but it's also at times it seems like he's contradicting himself. Yeah. He's like, you got to get out of the house. We'll get to Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises, but you got to get out of the house. You got to do stuff, but don't do too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's a father figure. He's his parent. So yeah. He's a that. flawed human being just like the rest of them. In this one, we kind of finally see uh, Bruce Wayne coming into his own as Bruce Wayne, living up the Playboy yeah. character a little and, bit. And uh, Chris... Uh, um, Christian Bale might be the best Bruce Wayne. He's up there. Um, he's yeah. He's and, as a Bruce Wayne because he carries off the public persona of yeah. being like a Playboy millionaire. And I think when when he was cast as Batman, I don't think I don't really remember, but I don't think there was much backlash. I think everyone who saw American Psycho got it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this guy in a suit and like he he could do Bruce Wayne and he could do Batman. So he he did great. I didn't have much complaints about it. No. That casting. Um, another one that I really, really like in this movie, Aaron Eckhart. Yes, as Harvey Dent. Yeah. We're back to Two Face, the third Harvey Dent. I thought he was going to be a superstar after this movie. Yeah, and he, I think we all did. Yeah. He had, before this was Thank You for Smoking, yeah. which was fantastic. He was so good in that. And then this, and he. Killed yeah. both movies, and I said he's going to be great. And then Hyde Frankenstein, Battle of Los Angeles, which is uh, one of the greatest endings to a movie I ever saw because I did not realize it was the ending. Yeah. The movie was so like, hodgepodge. Oh, yeah, God. like there's just a black yeah. screen. I was like, oh, that's it. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this movie, we thought, we all thought, set him up. Yeah. We're like, Aaron Heckard. Because at just... the time, I my number one actor was Christian Bale. Yeah, and he was the guy. At this time, when this movie came out. And then I saw this, and I go, Aaron Eckholt's taking his place. Aaron Eckholt's the new number one guy killed in Hollywood. It, and then, Nothing. He killed it. Los Angeles and I, I Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And that was about <laughs> it, yeah. Really. So it's kind of sad, because yeah. I think he's a really good actor in the, in he's the a right, great in the, in the right but yet, role. But yet Ryan Reynolds does R.I.P.D. and Green Lantern, and the motherfucker gets a comeback. Come on. Deadpool. <laughs> oh. a, a character that killed his career originally with the X-Men movie, and then he gets to do it his way. <sighs> Shows you sometimes if you let the guy do it their way. We see it from wrestling a lot. Stone oh, Cold yeah. Steve Austin was dying as the ring ma- master. Let me be Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's the biggest star. Let me whip some ass. Yeah. I mean, you it, trash. <laughs> it happens. Maybe Aaron Eckfeld needs to be Aaron Eckfeld again. Aaron well, maybe Eckhart's he got like lucky. Now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he got lucky with Holly well, Dent here. We we uh, when Kevin went away for a bit though, we were talking about how Batman and Robin could possibly be. A love story between Batman and Robin. The tension oh, between yeah. the two of them. The jealousy over we, Poison we, Ivy. All these years we thought it was Poison Ivy. But uh, maybe. But maybe the tension is between them. Yeah, they're just but like, wait. They're having distractions taking away from each other. Yeah. So we were thinking about that. And I, I think this one movie, this is kind of a weird kind of love triangle between Bruce Wayne seems to Bruce love. He really likes all Harvey the Dent. Yeah. <laughs> Like he, as much as he loves Rachel Dawes, he likes he, he likes. He believes that Harvey, Harvey is good for everybody. Yeah. Harvey's been yeah. a little for Rachel for him. Harvey's been a little for Gotham than yeah. him, and it's really it's weird. He does it in a sarcastic tone to yeah. Harvey's face. Yeah, but deep down, but deep down, he believes in him. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of like an believe interesting in dynamic that was to this slogan. movie as well. Especially, I, I believe in Harvey. I have, I have a button somewhere. Yeah, I have the, the 
the Harvey Dent T-shirt, believe it or not, like the campaign shirt. I don't know where the hell it is. I got to bring that up. From this movie? Yeah, I got to Probably the saddest thing ever. I bought a joke short after this movie came out at Hot Topic, and it was awesome. It had, like, ha-ha-ha all over it, and it had joke, and I loved it so much. Um, I bought, like, a medium without trying it on one of these. Well, I might have bought a small. I was pretty skinny at this time. And then I went home, tried it on. Too small. I took it back. They didn't have it in my size. Oh, bastards. That was it. Missed opportunity. Yeah. But um, this is, this, I don't know. I, I kind of get bored talking about it because I don't know what to say. It's yeah, so I good. think everything's Not much been negative said except about it. It's Maggie so Gyllenhaal. Good. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's okay, Harvey. No, it's okay. the worst Maggie Gyllenhaal line is, Bruce, don't make me your last uh, hope for yeah. a normal life. <laughs> Go to hell. I'm glad you blew up in that warehouse. Maybe not a bad line but, written, but the delivery. The delivery. Oh. The delivery. Oh. Well, and uh, everything she says sounds like she's on the verge of tears. Yeah. Uh, 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 so this movie makes us miss Katie Holmes, but other than that... I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10, and i drop it because of Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. That, and, like, I'm trying to think... Look. It's like that new uh, Fontaine's DC. I dropped it from a 10 to an 8 because of a Accordion song. <laughs> And I, I'm with you on that. Here's a question for you. Megan Gyllenhaal dropped it. Does the ending where the Joker just gets snared and the police arrest him, is that anticlimactic in your eyes? Somewhat. Do you see it as like but Batman didn't like really wrestle him down and get him? He like, didn't. Joker wins up yet. This yeah. is the... this and the villain, Maybe why I like this The villain wins in this So movie. much. It is 1, 2, 3, everyone's favorite Star Wars movie. Empire Strikes Back. Because the villain wins. It's that ending of Luke didn't win. And I don't hate it because, you know, unfortunately, you know, Heath Ledger passed away. But I, I think the the plan the was, plan, it yeah. was implied that, you know, yeah. this was going to continue. I wish he came out. I wish Nolan would come out and just say what his plan was. Yeah. Just so I could judge it, you know, <laughs> in a way. Because, like, obviously he had a plan. Style because it's one of those movies. He won't say the end of Inception. And oh. we all know the end of Inception. But he won't say it. He's an artist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Prestige, well, most like people know, know the yeah. end of Inception. I had to explain it to an old lady, and then I was like, that's my interpretation. We don't know for sure. And she was like, I, I still don't get it. <laughs> well, I'm Nobody sorry. does. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is a movie that, you know, from, again, beginning scene to the ending scene, it made, to me, it made you want, it made you looking forward to more. And it built. Yeah. The, the, it, the fact that. It built every. Even having Zeus on that boat. Yeah, you know that was that, cool. Uh, I will say my one downfall to the movie. I mentioned it with Batman Begins. Nolan is obsessed with this villain turning Gotham against itself, yeah. and Batman has it's three movies of the same fucking like people thing. are easily misled. Yeah, yeah. which it's true. I oh, mean, God, we yeah. see it in the world we live in every yeah. day, where well, one just thing the, of news, one propaganda, one people will change their minds just based on one news report. Yeah, every day. I mean. Everyone's on most people on Johnny Depp's side right now, but if something comes out and the amble holds, oh, everyone's gonna switch completely. Uh, Same with everybody's ready to kill her. Yeah, and it could switch though on on a dime, and yeah. that that's how Gotham is. And I guess it's realistic. I just don't need to see it in every movie yeah, this he, late in the movie. Yeah, he's like, oh, we got a half an hour left. Let's have Gotham turn on itself, and they have the control to either kill each other or work together. And guess what they're gonna do? It also gave us one of the better visuals in a Batman movie—the hospital blowing up scene yeah. with the Joker. Especially, it doesn't look at first. Yeah, and the Nolan scan. And like that's uh, that's a one of those like one take. You yeah. know, you got to do it all in one shot yeah. type of deals, and it's it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, Heath Ledger just kills it. 
unfortunately then killed himself. But <laughs> yeah, he um, uh, he's so good that like he himself, you know, he I mean, set a standard that he didn't think he could live up to. Yeah, and it's sad, but it's also that's how good his performance is. And I and I I've read things where he was like you know before he died he was talking to his family about how he loved doing the character and was looking forward to doing more with it. So you know it's one of those things. It's like you know would would have liked to see what would have yeah. come next, but it's sad. It's sad. Um, but we get a great movie that just hits on every and then level. The final scene with the dogs chasing Batman. Yeah, right? Batman makes the ultimate sacrifice. We see yeah. it in a lot of because Batman because he loves movies, Harvey Dent. This one, yeah. <laughs> Yes, he, he does. wants Halvey to be the hero. He so, wants Halvey's plan to to work. I guess he, all Batman movies are a love story in one way, but this is the second one where I think it's a love story between two men. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we I haven't guess. really talked about it. Commissioner Golden, great Gary Oldman oh, Gary in these Oldman, movies. Yeah. He's fantastic. He's great up until we'll get to Batman Rises, Dark Knight Rises. But uh, he's he's great in this. I don't really get him the fake death of him in this movie. That's maybe another thing. Oh, that's that's how they snare the Joker. Yeah. yeah. But then it's the Joker's plan. So what yeah, it's almost like the Joker. It's almost like the Joker. Did we need to see? Yeah, and then they show us his kid and wife, and we're crying and like, oh my god, I can't believe. Yeah, why they put the why? kid through all yeah, that? Yeah, that was a Russo <laughs> swerve. Now that yeah. I think about it, yeah. and what did it accomplish? Because then, 15, 20 minutes later in the movie, he's going. Commissioner Golden's going. He wanted to get caught. He wanted us to put him in Arkham. Oh. It was his plan all along. Oh. So you faked your death for no the reason. One, thing, one last thing I did want to bring up, too, is uh, I like the parallels of some of the scenes from the original Batman with Batman and Joker that they kind of redo mm-hmm. in this one. Uh, they have that scene where the you know Batman wipes out on his, on his, uh, on his bikes, bike, and yeah. he, but he's coming at Joker and... Is kind of a throwback to the original Batman, where the plane. where Jack yeah. Yeah. is like, "Come on, come and get me, come and get me, come and get me." We forgot yeah. to mention that with uh, Batman Returns, cool. uh, they just had to throw the his the bat the bat wing bat wing going up into the moon. They just had to get beautiful that shot. shot. Yeah, beautiful shot. Great shot. Nick yes. Cage does it in uh, Drive Angry with the car. <laughs> yes, yeah. he does. He gets that in the rear view. So very influential. Yeah, it's a great. And great I also shot. like one of the one of the final scenes in the in the in the, in um. In this movie as well, again another throwback to the original Batman, where they're kind of fighting in the building. It's it's reminiscent of the yeah. showdown Batman and the Joker have in the original yeah. in the church. Batman just saves Joker the this building. Time. Yeah, that's the only difference. Yeah. He saves Joker. He doesn't kill him, but then it's the end of Joker anyway. So it, it's still uh, sweet, but it's a great ending to a great movie. And then I leave this to. I don't have much bad to say about it. Fire Rising. Justice. This one, this is a um, divisive movie. I feel there's a like, lot going on. Here. There's some days that I can. Wa- there's. A, I feel like there's a day I can watch it. I was like, that was really, really good. Exactly. And then yeah. there's a day where I'm watching. I'm like, fucking terrible. It changes <laughs> every time. Yeah. I find. I, I. I do find the the positives, the good things in this. This is an epic movie. Whether you like it, it or is, not, yeah. this is epic. If you want an epic conclusion, this has everything. Nuclear bomb. Yeah. <laughs> um, so much going on. It's, uh, it, it starts with Chris Nolan. He is full Chris Nolan now. He is. Bane's overtaking this aircraft, and we're going to blow up this plane with no survivals. <laughs> Except 
they're going to survive, and they're going to survive with the doctor that they look kidnapping, but they're going to make it look like there's What's no that weird edit in the very beginning that oh, just turns me off? It, from from the the beginning, cut it? I hate you? the movie. The audio, it, it's not right. It should have been edited. It's so bad. He's I talked to this with almost guy. everyone about it. He's on the plane with Doctor whatever, Kogolian. He's about to throw him off. And uh, he goes, he reveals he's got the hood on his head, and they take the hood off. And uh, the guy, the doctor goes to him, that mask, um, will it kill you? Will it hurt? Will it kill you? Will it hurt if I remove it? And he goes, um, it will be painful, and and then the, the doctor goes. Again. Well, you you seem like a tough guy, and then it goes back to Bane, and he for goes you. for you. <laughs> he finishes his line, but then they cut to the other guy, so it's like he's saying for you as a response to you I'm seem a like a tough guy. So it sounds like you seem like a tough guy for you. For you, yeah, I'll be a tough guy for this you. Is, this yeah, is, it's weird. This is something it's, that just freaks now me out if the line head. is. It would be very painful for, for you, you, which yeah, is right. the line. Right. Great. It looks great for that's, Bane. That's it's, my first It's a great, great movie. line to say. The <laughs> fact that the guy then says, you sick. seem like a tough guy, and then he finishes his statement. It just sounds weird. <laughs> I hate it for weird that. This opening scene also seems needlessly complicated, the way they take this plane and, down. And I saw this scene before the movie. <laughs> oh, really? They released this in IMAX themes as a preview, and they showed the first 10 minutes, and they showed the scene. Probably great in IMAX with the plane going down and all that. Um, but then, like, I hated that line from then. And then they released that before the movie, and people complained that, and this was the beginning, Tenet had a big issue with it, that Chris Nolan, the audio, you can't hear anything. The sound, and Chris Nolan's like, oh, it's fine for me. I don't see the problem. But then they made Bane a little more audible. So as tough as it is to understand Bane watching the movie now, it was even worse before oh, they released the scene. It was even tougher. They edited it to make him sound more. So it came out like Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, what the hell? This, this movie. So this movie, like you said, keeps in with the uh, turning the people of Gotham against yep. each other. And Keep this one, this one is more not so much based on uh, good and evil, but class lines. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Heinz Ward get cameos. Yeah. That's nice. The uh, Gotham. What's their and team name? The Gotham. Gotham Knights or something. Or... Gotham Knights, I believe. Right? Yeah, and they have the the, the stadium. The Renegades. Renegades. No, that's Dallas, man. That's XFL. <laughs> XFL. <laughs> but uh, the stadium implosion scene is really it's good. Great. They showed it in the preview though, yeah. but it's great. Yeah, Heinz Ward outruns it. Yeah. Man, he does. I don't remember yeah. him being that no. fast. He in was the a NFL. possession receiver. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Like, but the, if it was San Antonio Holmes, believable, oh, yeah. But remember, uh, remember him, Mike? <laughs> I do. <laughs> remember the we Jet? had some good years. So the 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 one part I will say. So this movie, I was into it, and it lost me. So yeah. Bruce goes back to where Ra's al Ghul was. Yeah. In what, it's very. It goes back to the beginning. Yeah. Batman begins. Which, which is, I don't know if it was the plan if Heath Ledger doesn't die. Yeah. I think we're following that, but then he goes. It's very much. I'm going to compare it a lot. We'll, I think this is going to lead to a Star Wars podcast, guys. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see the parallels. This Dark Knight Rises is Rise of Skywalker. Well, the same movie, Gotham Rogues. Um, Gotham Rogues. Thank you. Thank you. I, I will say this is a much better movie than Rise of Skywalker. One hundred percent. It's but more logical. It is the same type of finale, where it's like uh, we had a plan. In this case, Heath Ledger died, so we have to go back to the beginning to. Because we can't do what we we're going to do next. And Star Wars, it was 
Oh, that direct will suck in that last movie. We got to go back to J.J. Abrams. Who Ryan did. Johnson didn't suck. I know I'm this in the minority. This is going to be an old podcast here. But, but um, so the, you know, he doesn't finish J.J. Abrams' story that he began with Pulse Awakens. So then J.J. Abrams had to go back to the beginning and bring things in. J.J. To, didn't have a story. He ripped off A New Hope. Oh, my God. I'm going to have a conniption. I, this is why this is going to be a good podcast. Anyway. Um, so getting back, okay. So this is a preview. This is my big. Podcast. This is my big question about this movie: is Heath Ledger died? I know studios have schedules and everything. Yeah. Why didn't they say take another year, punch up a really good script, don't rush it? Because it feels like this is rushed. 100%. This is definitely definitely rushed, and it's a lot of ideas. They knew they were going to make money on it. They yeah. couldn't wait another year. They knew that yeah. the Dark Knight Rises set all these records, and there was going to be a it lot seems of hype. Unfinished. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, this was so rushed. Uh, but there is a lot of good here. Yes. Um, no Maggie Gyllenhaal, first of all. Yeah. Um, she did. But we have <laughs> but we have Miranda Tate, who might be even worse of a love yeah. interest for... There's no chemistry Bruce Wayne. at all. And then, uh, you know, he's got... Like they need he's also got Catwoman. Like <laughs> and then we got Catwoman, I mean, Selena Kyle. Oh. And that's a great opening. Great introduction to Selena Kyle, Catwoman, in this movie where oh, she's mighty. trying to rob old man Bruce Wayne, who's now old and decrepit. He's retired with Batman, and his back's all, all messed up, his leg's all messed up, and Selena Kyle robs him, and he catches a little, but he can't stop her, and he's impressed and a little aroused, <laughs> as, as always. As Bruce so Wayne and Batman it. seem to be with this Catwoman. Catwoman. I love the Selena Kyle. It, that's a great beginning. Um... But then there's just so much going on here. And then you got Miranda Tate. There's no real connection there. But he sleeps with Lola because, hey, why not? His, She's his Powell the... got shot down. Alfred left him. That's a big thing here. Alfred oh, yeah. leaves him because Alfred is fed up. Because the end of the last movie where Alfred... Well, no, he, he finds out in this movie that... So Rachel in the second movie in Dark Knight yeah. leaves him a note basically saying, like, I don't want to be with I you. I'm going with Harvey. Wealthy. And Alfred reads it and burns it before Bruce, right. Bruce reads it. Yeah. Doesn't want him to live with the pain. Yeah. But he reveals that he did that in this movie, right? Yeah. And that's why he skedaddles. Yeah, because right? then Bruce is like, well, fuck you, Alfred. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And Alfred's like, I've done everything for you. I've watched you as a little boy scream from the top of this building, and I can't do it anymore. So then Alfred leaves, and Bruce is lost. He's lost without Alfred. But it's not as big of a deal as it should be, because now he's this, he's intrigued by Catwoman. That's and he's right. intrigued by what's going on with Bane and all this. So then Batman comes back against Alfred's wishes. And he comes back because he's trying to put an end to Bane. Get some training in, right? He's building up his strength. We should also yeah. note the moral dilemma at the end of the last movie with Lucius. Where yeah. he's like, I'm not... Sp the way Batman beats the Joker is by triangulating all of the cell phone yeah. signals to find out where he is. And Lucius is like... Very villain-esque. Yeah, he's like, like we're spying uh, on every yeah. person it's, in Gotham. It's very uh, big U.S. government. Very yeah. Big oh, rubble, yeah. Very Patriot Act. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, so Lucius is like, I'm not helping you again after this. You get yeah. this guy, but we're not doing this yeah. shit again. So, like, in this movie, like, all the people who were his backbone, like we said, have abandoned him. Rachel's dead. Lucius is like, oh, I'm not doing this so shit. So now he's going rogue. Yeah, he's, yeah. Buying, he's solo, you know? On solo. Oh, I wish. Um... I think one of my major issues with this movie is the, pit. the fact that, yeah, the pit, it just takes so long. The pit's fine. It, it well, takes too long. Oh, it's, but, it's so interminable. But it's, it's, it's Catwoman leading him to the pit, okay? Knowing 
what's yeah. going to happen to him once he gets there. Yeah. That he, he doesn't know he's Bruce Wayne though. Until he's already meeting Bane and getting his ass kicked. But still, you're 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 supposedly aligned with Batman, right? She was scared. She wanted that freedom. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's leading Batman to die, right? In this pit. And Bane breaks Batman's Bane breaks his what will break spirit? first? Your spirit or your mind? Your body or your he breaks it. Spirit, yeah. And then we spend another half of this movie with Batman's back broken while Bane's wreaking havoc. Dude. And Bane when he uh And we he, spend half the movie of when Batman. Commissioner Golden goes to the tunnels and he gets shot and he goes through the waterfall and uh, he gets Commissioner Golden's level that he was going to read at the Hall v. Dent Memorial, oh, where he's going to—he was going to reveal the truth, but Bane reveals the truth instead, and that's what really pulls Gotham against itself. But uh, yeah, there's that, and it's just like he's—he's he's broken in this cave, and he spends half the movie trying to get trying out. to get out of the cave, and then he finally gets out of the cave. Nobody, nobody's done it right. Only one person's ever climbed out of the cave. Bane. Or was it Bane? Now there's people that have done it and then he goes and bruce wayne now he goes and he finds selena kyle and no hard feelings yeah let's look together what's how can you be so even if you and then there's blake let's not forget about blake if you have a boner for how can you be so forgiving like i'm just gonna forgive you for leaving me to die okay you didn't know i was batman yeah but still like come on i knew he knew who she was I, I don't understand that. The Selena Kyle thing is lame in this movie. It could have been done a lot better. Yeah. And it feels think, like something deleted. I don't think it's a deleted yeah. scene there, but then they didn't delete the scenes they showed up. I don't think Anne Hathaway's performance is bad. No. It's no, fine for fine. what it is. Yeah. But, like, I don't I just. This thing is all cobbled together from parts of other movies. <laughs> as, you guys have yeah. said, as you guys have said, it's rushed. Yeah. And they're trying to fit a million things in to a two and a half hour And then we bring back. We love him, Killian Murphy, Scarecrow, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. He has oh, a shitty, yeah. shitty cameo where he gets stalled, he gets caught right at the beginning. He's judge. Oh, and that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's in all. So three he's movies. in all three. He's yeah. the only one besides. I forget that he's in all three. Yeah, he's in all three. They do this whole thing where they they bring him in at the second one, and he's you know all the other bat. Everyone's trying to be Batman now. We forgot to mention that with Dark Knight. And uh, it's a good message, though. People Batman's, being vigilantes to stop. And his yeah. whole message is that anyone can do this. Mm -hmm. And this becomes a big part of The Dark Knight Rises, that anyone can be Batman. I'm just one man, and I'm doing this. Well, it's kind of like that's why he's behind Harvey, because Harvey's like the white knight being yeah. Batman. Like, he's actually showing his face. Mm -hmm. He's using, he's, and he's working within the system. And he's rather the than being a, Yeah, rather than being a vigilante, he's doing it within the rules. Yeah. And that's why he respects Harvey because he has to go out there and break people's necks and shit. Yeah, and Harvey's and doing it by the face, law. And then Harvey reveals himself. This is pulling back into a Dark Knight review, <laughs> but that's how good the Dark Knight and yeah. just shows how good of a trilogy. We'll yeah. talk about these movies individual, but if you look at this movie as a trilogy, as three movies as one, it's really good, mm -hmm. and um, it all ties in together pretty well considering Heath Ledger's death and all this other stuff and the years of Paul in between. But uh, we have we had that with with Halsey, and he does the whole thing, and then with this, thank you. and then um, we go back to the Dark Knight Rises now, where he is, you know, stuck with he's got the Catwoman, and 
He's living with the choices that he yeah. made, essentially. Throughout the it's yeah. three movies. Throughout the one. movie, throughout the entire trilogy, all the choices he's made, he has the chickens have come home to roost, so to speak. <laughs> and that's essentially because because he killed Raz al Ghul in the first movie, his daughter, Miranda yeah. Tate, is coming back yeah. to get him. That's another one. We don't one. know that yet. We don't know that until he end. doesn't know that. He's yeah. sleeping with this woman. He, he's giving her a nuclear well, she, weapon. Correct me if giving I'm wrong. Her a nuclear, giving her a passcode for a So she's weapon. on the board of Wayne Enterprises, yeah. correct? So he did not do a proper background check on this woman, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. He was distracted. He, he was had a lot going the, on. the tatas, if you yeah. will. If you will, Big Daddy. But, and he was ignoring the Yeah. Much like he ignored... Uh, well, he's still not over Much Rachel. like Bruce Wayne ignored uh, Nicole Kidman originally yeah. and all these other women. You know, Batman, he, he knows. He doesn't want to get involved with these women, oh, he but does, he can't though. help it. He's such a playboy. And this is what this bothers me. Playing. This is what bothers me with the ending of this movie, is that he is so... Rachel was the love of his life, and he's all hung yeah. up on her and everything. And then he's just sleeping with the Tate because, you know, she's she's there. She's, she's a, a woman. She's a whole, you know, for him, basically, to be crass. And, and, and at the time, his, his towels shut down. He's lost Alfred. He's, he needs a boost. Yeah. He's vulnerable. Yeah. And, but... Then we just talked about what Catwoman did, and he ends up the movie with her. It's confounding to me. I don't. I don't like it. Like um, I, I understand. There should be a little lead up there, but then we have the classic, you know, Catwoman. You should. We see it in the new movie. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um. You should just leave with me. Forget Gotham and everything. But then in this movie, he actually does leave with her at the end. Yeah. And this is the saving grace of the Dark Knight Rises. So oh. much wrong with this movie. <laughs> So much going against it. So many things don't add up. This is the one thing that's brilliantly right. booked down near the beginning of the movie. You have Alfred. He tells this story of, I go to this spot every day, and I have a drink, and I wait, and I look across the table. While you were gone, while you were gone, learning the, the, the League of Shadows, Bruce, <laughs> and I waited, and I would stare across the table, and I would hope that you would be there, and you'd be happy, and you'd be with a woman, and you would have a new life. And it's a vision. I did it yeah. every day. It's his dream for Bruce to it's not his, be Batman. And then, you know, the movie ends with he makes the ultimate sacrifice, so we think. Mm-hmm. And he goes with the bomb. He blows himself up. Lucius Spock looks for it's, it's anything I could have done. It's something with the autopilot. Oh, it turns out there wasn't an autopilot. It could drive itself. There was an ejection mm-hmm. button. And it was signed by Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And then we see the great ending of Alfred, you know, he was... When, he, when he thought Paris. Bruce died. Oh, yeah. Talk about heartbreaking. He's crying at his gravesite. You trusted me, and I failed, I failed you. you. Yeah. Yeah. I failed you, Bruce. And then there he is, and then he's having his little glass of wine or whatever he's drinking, and he looks up, and then there's Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, and he's happy, and he does the nod. One of the best endings of any movie of all time. It's good. As bad as this movie is, that ending's it's, great. The thing is, it's not that bad. It's like, I think, again, because we just talked about The Dark Knight, which yeah. is like an epic, like this one is... It feels less than. It is It is less, less than, but it's still a competent movie. Yeah. It's not as good as it could have been or should have been, but... It's the essence of the rest of them, yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's still. I'd still take this over Batman Begins, personally. There's more going on. There's a yeah. lot more going on, and I think the story being told is... It, it's done very well. Because in Batman Begins, you're getting it drip by drip by drip. It's coming out slowly. The whole story. Dark Knight Rises, it's like 
gut punch, gut punch, gut punch. It's yeah, like yeah. Uh, it's like her and Tagler. It's just a fucking beatdown. <laughs> and then this one is like a mismatch where, or uh, uh, not mismatch, a mismatch between the two. Yeah, it's where there the is slow, like there are slow parts. The part when he's trying to get out of the fucking pit yeah. takes forever. Yep. And then, but then there's like these quick hits, like when the action is going on with him and Bane and stuff. Right. It's like okay, I get it. And the way Bane takes over Gotham is very organic and makes a lot of sense by the end of the movie. Right. During the movie, you're like, what the fuck is it? What is going on? This guy with this mask, you know? But then you find out he's in with that one board member. Right. And then it turns out he's with the big board member. And so he's got these powerful allies who are helping him. Yeah. And they have their ulterior motives, but they don't mash with his, so he's just killing them so that he can eventually get his grand plan of wiping Gotham off the map. Right. And the thing is, he's not even the big boss. Miranda Tate is that, the big boss. And, I think, and she's going through what Ra's al Ghul tried to do in the first movie where he wanted to destroy Gotham. And I with think the, that's what annoys me so much. It's it, it's not so much Bane's voice, although the muffled kind of gets to me. It yeah. does get to me. There's there's times where I don't even under, I can barely it's understand what he's saying. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So that it, that is a problem for me. But the entire movie, you're building Bane to be the super force, yeah. the super power. Batman has met his match. He's dominated Batman. He broke Batman. He's broke Batman's yeah. back. He broke his spirit. He broke his back. He owns Batman. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the super villain that Batman can't touch. And yet, he's a puppet. He's not the mastermind. No. It's this woman that's barely in the movie for the most part. Yeah. She's the mastermind. She controls it all. And, you know, Bane. He gets blown away Bane, by cat, he gets blown away by Catwoman. Bane is the I know, she had a gun. I know, Chris. She had a gun. It's better than she had a bike and she had a gun. It's better I know. than Katie Holmes. But it is rather <laughs> lackluster. He's the rock to Vince McMahon in nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. Bane here. You know, he's just kind of the muscle. He he the buildup of Bane is so good. He breaks Batman's back and it's like, oh, Batman has met his match. Right. right. That's what and, I'm saying. And then all of a sudden now with the Miranda Tate situation gets into it, and then when him tolling Gotham against itself with with Golden's whole speech, he loses what made Bane great at the beginning, and it's almost not even this this great. Um, he's like a different character. Yeah, at the end. he really is. It's oh, he's just a bodyguard well, he, for this he, woman. He's like yeah, well, and the thing is, like, he turns into a lovesick puppy when she shows up. He's like my darling. <laughs> Crying, he's crying as yeah. he's got the knife to Batman. Yeah, it's just like, what the it's hell? It's a total like flip of what he's been built up but, for the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. As Mike said, then Catwoman comes in. My problem's not Catwoman shooting him. If any Paulson has a gun, if a kid... Ha- this pulls is the a Michael, gun, Sco- Michael Scott school yeah, of thought here. <laughs> if, a, if a kid pulls a gun on you and shoots you, it doesn't matter like, the, the size difference. Mm-hmm. Someone's got a gun, you're dead. Boom. They caught you by surprise, you're dead. Yeah. The fact is, he just comes out of nowhere. There's not much build-up to it. We Once had all. There's no tension thing. that builds. No to tension. It's no, rushed. Yeah. Like the rest of the movie. There's no interaction. I mean, Bane is holding things against Catwoman, and he gets, you know, hold the tone burst well, Batman into him and stuff. So there's that. But then there's nothing. No relationship there. So Catwoman killing Bane's not much, and all it really is is just a lead to the joke to the line. This whole gun situation. Not for me. That's your call. You don't do guns. I'm Catwoman. I'm gonna do guns. <laughs> right. Ultimately, and I think Bane dies for that. And I think that's the other issue that I have with this movie. You know, obviously, as we said at the end, um, uh, Alfred gets his wish. He gets this in that final scene, yeah. and it's a Alfred be- gets his wish. It's a be- Bruce Wayne gets his wish. It's a- Bruce Wayne's wish 
and it's a beautiful scene. It's but I, I don't understand. You can always tell throughout the movie Bruce Wayne is intrigued by Catwoman. Cat Catwoman, right? Yeah. Intrigued, right? intrigued but but where like, there is like, no like heavy tension. No, there's no. not. No, there's it, really it, not. It's so, very it's very cat and mouth. They, very here and there. Um, that that's yeah. who he ends up falling in love with. You don't see. You don't feel that throughout the movie. Like yeah. if it's Michael Keaton, Batman, Batman and Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer. Yeah. you see that. Uh, the Batman is we're gonna get to. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, uh, the, it's the relationship here is. Yeah, it's I'm gonna help you out. You're gonna help you. Me. You robbed me. you robbed me. I'm gonna seek you out. You're gonna help me out. You're gonna get me caught. I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna help you out, but you gotta help me out. And then it's well. Let's let's do this thing. Let's get together. And then there's that. But ultimately, but she saved his life. Bruce Wayne, Batman is dead if Catwoman doesn't blast Bane away. Yeah. Bane wasn't going to wait for Miranda Tate. After That's the one time he was not going to listen to Miranda Tate. But after he said, "You're not going to get to see this. I'm going to." Okay, but this is after she already leads Batman the. She Bruce pulled Wayne the, the knife. She twisted but it. But this is after she leads Batman the slaughter in the pit. He doesn't know what Bruce Wayne knows. There's a different connection there. They should have done a bell time, building it up. They did not. I get it. Yeah. What about Blake? Blake is a big pulp we're not talking about. Blake, much like Robin and Batman Forever, Blake is the backbone of this movie. He is the hidden gem. He is this, this story within the story. So much is going on, but then there's Blake, played by Joseph Golden Levitz, who does a great job. He's good in this movie. Right? He qu- he's good. He's good. Um, and he's just a cop. So we think. He's just a cop. As soon as he was cast, myself, much like many people go, that's Robin. Robin. That's Robin, right? Ro- if you're going to do a Robin, Julian go- Joseph Golden-Levitt is Robin. He's the perfect choice for Robin. But then they do the old, oh, no, he's just Blake. He's an officer. And all these screenshots of him as an officer come out. And he's an officer through the whole movie. But he's an orphan. Much like Batman, much he, like Robin. I'm an orphan, Larry. He's, he's <laughs> an orphan. And he's really up uh, Bruce Wayne's butt this yep. whole movie. Yes. Like he knows And something. he's a better detective than Bruce Wayne, it seems like. Because he knows Bruce Wayne's Batman. And no one else knows it, but he knows it because... Holy shit, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like... <laughs> any more, immediately. Any he just like, goes to his and he goes... With Bruce Wayne, he, he calls yeah. him out on it. More or less. And not only that, he knows... He knows... I mean, he's a little shocked when he finds it out, but he knows something's not right with the Halsey Depp situation. He knows there's more to it, and uh, he, you know, nobody ever brings up that Harvey only had half of a face when he was dead. Yeah, like how the <laughs> fuck did that happen? Yeah, there's no witnesses when he's killing all these other cops and everyone yeah. around. Like no one. Well, saw. he's in the car when he shoots the yeah fucking Eric he Roberts. He should have died there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't say anything about Eric Roberts. He's, he's great. great. He's great. He's, he's as great. good as Eric Robinson. He's almost as good as he is in the what Mr. Makes, Brightside video. What makes you think I want to hear you talk? <laughs> when I think Eric Roberts, I think that line. He shows up in anything. I see him in anything. He was just in Righteous Gemstones. As soon as he shows up, what makes you think I want to hear you talk? It's perfect. And then, it's, a, a fall from this height can't kill me. Yeah, that's what I plan. Because Batman doesn't kill people, so he just breaks his ankles. <laughs> like, it's great. All those side characters, by the way, in Dark Knight, right? And oh, yeah. The Dark Knight. Yeah. All those side characters, this guy, I don't know his name. He's in... Uh, the little lieutenant, or the detective guy, the, hey, how you doing? Like, the bald he, guy. He's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about, like, the 
crime guy who's with them who goes he's got like the long slick hair oh and the like scumbag i know who you're talking and about like, yeah like a pack of dogs yeah dogs he's like costa oh, rican yeah. or something uh he's great um all those guys the raffle guy well you're some clown and he does the pencil trick oh, oh. oh that's great oh the pencil trick yeah. is probably the highlight of that movie yeah but it, oh okay and it's gone question for y'all about this last movie here yeah did you guys think that there was going to be a robin franchise spinning off of this because in the back of my head i was like it seems like they would bank on joseph gordon levitt i I think they left it open for that reason okay that if they wasn't set in stone but it's not a nolan thing to do no one likes to do this with his movies where cliffhanger almost cliffhanger like inception Leaves it up to you know interpretation. It's, it's, I mean, spin this top. It's up to you to figure out. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's one of the things that I really like about this ending. As I've said to you yeah. many times, it's a long movie. It's tough to get through. We don't need There's to see Robin as on. Batman. Though. No, no, no. Oh. We've seen enough that this guy he figured out Bruce Wayne. But I think Batman. that's I, I think, he showed that he's not a regular. I think cop. it's kind of cool that he's bringing the, the that again those final scenes. He's bringing the conclusion. Yeah. On one hand, he's wrapping everything up. By showing by Alfred, Chris Living. Nolan is a genius at endings. He Alfred and Stella, Alfred, one of the Alfred best is, Alfred is Inception, get, great ending. Alfred is getting his wish. Prestige, great ending. Mm-hmm. I could go on. Alfred, Alfred is getting his wish. Right, he sees yep. Batman happy, no longer Batman, with his cat woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as I was saying, Batman get Bruce Wayne gets his wish from the beginning that Batman could be anyone. Right. He changed his identity. Yeah. Bruce Wayne's dead. Batman's dead. Yeah. He can be anybody. It could be now. anyone. Anyone can live on this. And it continues to mystique. And that's if Bruce the, Wayne's dead and there's no Batman, oh, well, I guess Bruce Wayne was Batman. It kind of goes back to the beginning where... And then Robin in the cave. Yeah. You know, it, well, it rising passing, up. Kind of like passing the torch. It, it goes back to... I, I don't know if it's the Burton So it's the movies. beginning of something new. The end yeah. of one story, the beginning of And we of don't need to see it. I think it's and the, I'm fine with it's that. It's the Burton movies where I forget which one it is. They're like, Batman is a symbol. Yeah, he he's not really even a man. He's just a symbol a of what symbol people can be. Is you know? more so than anything. Yeah, and that's what John Blake would be. Right. Yeah, yeah, or Robin Blake, whatever yeah. his name is. John Robin Blake. Mm-hmm. A movie with a lot of faults, but I I do you know it, I enjoy it. It's a nice. Film. I'd say it's more akin to Return of the Jedi, because Return of the Jedi has its faults. Whether it's the Ewoks beating, you know, <laughs> yeah. classically chained, trained Imperial troops or, you know, what have you. There's uh, missteps. We, we definitely have a future podcast here. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. It's good. Yeah, but there's Return missteps. of the Jedi, yeah, and Last Jedi. And or, that's why I feel yeah. like this movie Rise is kind of... Skywalker and Return of the Jedi. When you think of this movie, I think it's more like Return of the Jedi, where it's good. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wraps a bow on everything. Everything's finished. Uh, there's good action, much better than the previous movies in terms of actions with yeah. these Batman movies. But like, there are holes in it, and there are questionable decisions made. I, I think it's more of like a Return of the Jedi kind of thing, which isn't a bad movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. But there's that's not as good as its yeah. predecessor. I mean, when you make an epic, there's going to be plots. I just listened to a song I played for Mike today by a band, King King Gizzled and Lizzled. Uh, King... King Gizzled and the Lizzled, Wizzled, whatever the name of the band is. I love it. Uh, but they're like a jam band. It is 18 minutes long. And there's so much good going on in the song. And it's epic. But with an epic song, an epic movie like that, you're going to have parts where you just kind of zone out. The longer it is, the more chances for missteps. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to have a lot of hits. 
you're going to have a lot of faults that aren't good. I feel like that's why I never get tired of Misfits songs, because they're like a minute and a half. Exactly. They fly you can't, go wrong. Like, oh, you can't, can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Easily accessible, easily playable. Yeah. Playback. Gets right so to the point. Second. You're fine. You're, it, never, it never overplays the melody, you know? And so we've ended Yavin Mother Trilogy. You know what that means. Yeah. We're well, going on to... Ten years later, we got to do it all Zack Snyder, right? No, we're going to skip on that. Justice League. We're going to skip it. Bat Flack. What? We're going to yeah. skip it. No. Anal bleeding. Me and Mike, we, we will say Ben Affleck <laughs> what? was good. Okay, I, okay. so I've never seen the, the bat, la, bat Fleck. Yeah. Uh, you guys got to fill me in. It's okay, because my, my brother-in-law told me he's all right. Ben Affleck is good. Yeah. He's a fine He's Bruce a good Wayne. Bruce Wayne. He's a decent Batman. Um, he actually got physically in shape. Everything surrounding the writing. it is the writing, directing. I hate Zack Snyder. When, when you have four-hour mo- four movies that make no sense at all. Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster. Um, <laughs> Batman v. Superman. Superman v. Batman. Whatever the fuck it's called. Um, this whole movie, we're going back and forth. Batman's about to kill Superman with a kryptonite spear. He's got kryptonite in it. Batman's, Batman's got him. Kill and he's going to kill him. And Superman says, like... Tell Malta I love a little. Save Malta. Because Superman's mom's name is Malta. And Bruce Wayne's mom's name is Malta. Clark Kent. And the entire premise of this movie. So is then ludicrous. Batman stops and he goes, Wait, what'd you just say? And it's and and I tell the joke anytime I talk about this movie. It's Step Brothers. Because then <laughs> Superman goes, My mom's name's Malta. And then Batman goes, My name my mom's name was Malta. Did we just become best friends? Yup. Yep. <laughs> throws the kryptonite slowly away. Hand fives and picks him back up. Let's go save Malta. And then they go and save Malta. And then uh, take out the big villain, whoever the hell that was, because I forgot already. That's literally how it goes down. That's so yeah. ridiculous. And all this buildup. And, and Bruce Wayne's big problem is someone from Wayne Enterprise gets killed with the destruction, which is fine, because I, I like that superhero movies at least will now... They installed it with Ventral's Age of Ultron. They cause a lot of destruction. Yeah, you save the human race, but how many people are you killing in the process? (laughs) It's like a Godzilla movie. Yeah, (laughs) a lot. So there's good aspects to it. Zack Snyder sucks as a director. Um, The writing is terrible. The direct, uh, and then Justice League was just so poorly thrown together. Marvel's good because it took so long to build this universe, and they spent so much time. Each movie, this was it just seems thrown they treat together. The characters with care. Yeah. As somebody who doesn't watch superhero movies, that's the, the sense I get from my yeah. sister. And like my brother-in-law was, he, I was telling Mike, he, he said that the Justice League movie was the only time he left to go to the bathroom on purpose multiple times so he could get out of the. Theater. So even Ben, Lula, I went to see Justice League after the shift at work. I was a little exhausted. I went in, watched twenty minutes. They spent, and I mean, they'll spend some time building up these characters here at the beginning of this movie, but no, no time do they do that building up into this movie. Superman's got a movie. Batman doesn't even have a movie of his own yeah. in this franchise. He's part of a Superman movie. Up. And then we get Cyborg, and Wonder Woman had a movie, but like all Wonder these Woman? other, yeah, Wonder Woman's a big part of this. Yeah. Who's in a Wonder Woman? I don't oh, is There's that Gal two Gadot? Of them. Gal Gadot, okay. and then she's in Justice League. I know Gal Gadot. Okay. But they're doing Flash and 
side bullet who I don't give a shit about anyways, and then they'll do all this backstory, and I'm about a half hour in this movie, and I'm just hating it. <laughs> um, Aquaman had his own movie, which was all right. Oh, that's Roman then, Reigns, yeah. And Amble holds in that, so good luck with that. Hey, she's going to be a big time. Watch <laughs> out, man. But O.J. Simpson, come back. I, I'm 20 minutes, half hour in this movie, and it's going nowhere. It's just building up, which is why, see this Zack Snyder cut. I couldn't do a two-hour movie. No. I'm not going to do eight hours. I was trying to watch long. the Zack Snyder cut the other night. I couldn't. I, I see movies ago, I for free. <laughs> I see movies for free, and I walked out. I oh, walked wow. out. Never went back. Never finished the movie. That's right. Because I was like, I can't do this. I'm glad we covered that. It's face. not Affleck's fault. Not Affleck's fault. Affleck's okay. fine. That's fair. Come at me. Oh, Affleck's the best Batman. Best Bruce Wayne. People. Say he that. might be fine, but he doesn't have the material. He doesn't have the movies. He might have been good. But it's just he only not had crap to work with. Yeah. So now we're moving past that, and DC's back though. They had the Joker, thanks to Tom Phillips, the Hangover director, and Joaquin Phoenix. That was a big success. And then now the rebooting Batman with uh, the uh, with Matt Reeves is a good director. He he brought a good conclusion to the uh, Planet of the Apes. Did a good Planet of the Apes one, and now we got the Batman. Well, back in the year of 2022, or 20, yeah, 2022, the year we're currently in. So, 10 years after the Dark Knight. Time flies. But Batman continues. But now this is starting a bit different. Year two of the Batman. Right. Not so, an origin story. Not I want to say story. I'm happy they didn't do it. We don't have story. to see. That, did you see Joker? I don't I know. If you I haven't seen that yet. Um, they they show. I understand that. Bruce's one. parents yeah. get killed again. So thank God they buried us. We don't see it again. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And that was the first thing I thought of. Like when he shows up in the beginning, I was like, thank God. Yeah. This is great. Just a Halloween night. Yeah, you and thoughts so, on Halloween. Before we get into the movie, we're we're not insiders, but we're aware of what goes on. What did you guys think of the casting of Robert Pattinson when you first heard it? Because I went the sparkly vampire, the guy who's like 150 See, pounds in pale. And, and you said that um, I have come to love Robert. Well, you Pattinson. saw the Watchtower, um, <laughs> Lighthouse, 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Lighthouse, and um, Good Time. The good last time, two movies he movie did, kind of turned me. Yeah. And uh, good time, great movie with the Southie Brothers. If you have not seen it, it is fantastic. And Robert Patton's so good in it. Um, and then Lighthouse with William Defoe, so good. He's so good. So I have become a big Robert Patton's fan the last two years. So because of those two movies, and was an old movie Half Life or something. I didn't see it's a sci-fi movie. People say it's good. And those other ones. He was really good in... Um, the Elephant movie. Elephant, yeah. What was it? Water for Elephants or Water whatever? Elephants. That one was, was critically acclaimed. A bit yeah. of that. I think Aaron Uff. Oh, no. Um, uh, someone else is in that. But uh, Reese Witherspoon, I believe, was in that yeah, movie. And, I uh, think so. Yeah, and... Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name from Django Unchained and... Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph, Christoph okay. Waltz. Oh, God, was that, that was the beginning of Christoph Waltz. <laughs> I thought Waltz. we were going to have another T-Bow yeah. situation. That was the beginning of Christoph Waltz's ending. I was about to name everybody uh. in that movie. 
But, Big Wall of Elephants fan. Now, yeah. Matt Damon's in that. Oh, no, oh. I'm thinking a, a zoo movie now. Zoo. Completely <laughs> we bought a zoo. Movie. We bought a zoo. I was, I was, you know, I was definitely taken aback at the casting. It know, was shocking. For sure. It was know, shocking. I was taken aback by it. But See, I got it. I was like, See, okay. I think, I think I was more in the realm of people who were in 1989 going, Michael Keaton? Beetlejuice is yeah. going to be Batman? Well, Heath Ledger, Joker? Yeah. Because right, yeah. the first thing you think of is Twilight. Let's yeah. face it. Well, right. that's all he's, yeah, that's his brand. <laughs> but then you think where Matt Reeves is taking this character He's taking oh, him to that. very emo levels, and he wants someone Evo. This emo, Bruce, why wouldn't you go with a vampire? I didn't why ex- wouldn't you go? I Bruce Wayne, ex- this Bruce Wayne, the director literally said that he did not think of anyone else, no one else to play this role, but really? Robert Pattinson. And, yeah, and, and he so, had this idea because of uh, one Coco Bain. It said that this Bruce Wayne character was literally based off Coco Bain. Well, I didn't expect him to look like Todd from Wedding Crashers. That's for one thing. And, uh, <laughs> who, who's, who's the most emo musician you can think of? Everyone's going to say oh, My Chemical Co- Romance. Oh, and this. There's a guy he who actually emo. killed himself. Yeah, he actually went through with it. The other ones yeah. write songs about it. Yeah. He actually did it. Like, well, allegedly. Well, I mean, I mean, it was just the Benning thing. A lot more Perhaps little, it was the woman but... he loved who did it. <laughs> His cat woman. <laughs> allegedly. But nonetheless, uh, yeah. So I, I was, you know, I was a little bit taken aback. But I kind of, I'm like, all right. Then I kind of just accepted the fact that, all right, we're getting emo Batman. But, yeah. but, but I didn't even think the, emo. I just thought Batman's kind of no, not even vampire. I just thought like this guy. It wasn't even acting chops because I knew he was a decent actor. It was just the presentation of him as Batman. Yeah. Which was the Weird. most shocking. And, thing. And there was a long thing where um, he had COVID during the shooting of it that prolonged the. Uh, filming of it and stuff but it was also those stories of he wouldn't put on muscle he wouldn't get in shape for it. but he which, obviously did which, yeah <laughs> i mean then you have christian bale who oh i'll gain 100 pounds for a movie yeah, i'll tank. lose 100 pounds all like what he did in, he's gonna die when he's, he's gonna die when he's 60 when he played body, in vice when he's playing dick cheney he put on tons of weight for that yeah. there's a movie he's doing now where i think he's putting on Oh, he's in the new Thor movie. He actually, should have just done going. a Colin Farrell and put on a suit because it worked wonderfully <laughs> yeah. in this movie. But um, Robin Pattinson, there was some reports he wasn't willing to, to put in the look physically. But he looks good. I mean, there's a lot of footless scenes they, with him. They somehow make his jaw look like a cartoon character, like so square. He, he has the, the jaw. Way, yeah, Finally, the, the jawline that yeah, Batman is supposed to have. You, you it, want to know my biggest complaint about this movie? It's a very silly one. I know length, this complaint. It's length. his nose. His nose. nose. Oh, because it doesn't he's cover this, it all. He's got yeah. this drooping nose. Yeah. And I've never noticed this. In but Adam West Batman did film. the same. I sent him a screenshot. <laughs> yeah, Adam West. Adam West uh, did. I haven't noticed it since We've then. had I, Christian I, I Bale. Never we used to Christian me. Bale where the nose is coupled. I guess it never bothered me with Adam West because it was comical. Yeah, it you was know, a joke. I just looked at it a different yeah. way. And it wasn't even made with like the same material. It was right. like literally like but fabric. these last two men that have portrayed Batman. I don't know if it's the new way they're making the mask or what it is, but it's with Affleck. And now it's even more. Oh, Affleck. I was thinking, you're thinking Clooney, and no, I'm no, no. thinking oh. Rubble Nipples. I'm Affleck. thinking those Rubble Nipples. Affleck, and now Tight Robert ass. Pattinson. The nose yeah. is drooping down. Yeah, the, it doesn't mask. come down enough. It's yeah. traditional. And this is bot. This tradition. It's tradition. This, this, tradition. It's, <laughs> this bothers me throughout the entire. Film. Going back to it. Um, Nothing. <laughs> but he looks good, and yeah. pr- like yeah. the voice is. And not- well, this is your two Batman. Right. So the suit is not finished. It's, That's what I like about it. Is that he's literally wearing Doc Martens in this he, movie. He does not have a Lucius Fox building no. his 
And I, that's what I love most about he's it. He's got is, military boots. There's a story behind the bat logo on his chest. It's parts of, um, I forget what it is, but it's from when his parents died. He like took the parts of the guns or something. Oh, shit. There's a story yeah, because it's made, all like, like haphazard. Yeah, it's not he even made symmetrical. Like, uh, like a Batman like a logo mold. out of that. Yeah, it's yeah because it's not symmetrical. The, sh- the suit looks like shit, which is fine because yeah. this this movie... It's when it's Spider-Man, more Man, it's Spider-Man about- wrestles... Bonesaw McGraw, and he comes out. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah! You get five minutes with me. Oh, yeah. I know a thing or two about Spider Man superheroes. Yeah. Uh huh. Shawn Michaels, I know why he's here. But, uh. Fantastic. <laughs> the thing I love about this movie is that it dials up Nolan, where it's somehow even more reality based. Yeah. Like, whether there's no super or no comic book material at all, whether it's yeah. the costumes. Or the way the city is portrayed, or the way people are portrayed. The it's city is New York City, which I yeah. think is what Nolan wanted. He did Pittsburgh. He filmed things in Chicago. Chicago he yeah. filmed. I think he filmed some in well, New this York. Film was, uh, this and, movie was filmed mostly in London. Yeah, but they made it look like New which, York City. Yeah. Which is Madison Square Garden. That right. is Gotham Square. Garden. London is perfect because it's so gloomy and gross. And wait, what is it? It's yeah. just raining. Yeah, they get no sunshine. Like people are miserable and pale and pasty, like Robert yeah. Pattinson. Exactly. I get it. Yeah, you know. But like the the fact that it's more reality based somehow actually when you would think of like a superhero movie or a comic book movie it's somehow more endearing with Batman yeah like than if it was another kind of movie like it's cool I get it and everything is reality based whether it's the settings or the people or the weapons involved it all like wraps up and makes sense and I I like that about it even yeah. the way the Riddler goes around. It's like there's no it's so realistic. Yeah, there's like, no crazy technology. I, he uses duct tape and like night vision. Goggles. He's using social media. Yeah, which a, is, he's using. He's on the dark. Yeah, room. he's he's on TikTok or whatever this is. Yeah. you see the likes and people commenting. I some people don't like that. It's modernized. That's how, that happens if you're making every day. a Batman movie in the two, 2020s, this is the way to do it. Absolutely. Jim Carrey said he doesn't like this portrayal of the Riddles because it. it you know, sets up where people can do this in real life. It's very realistic. But if you're trying to make a realistic Batman, then you, you nailed it. Yeah. So I, I think it was done right. I thought Paul Dano, I've been a big fan of his for years. He was good in Cowboys and Aliens. He's good. At, yeah, even a <laughs> shitty fucking movie. That's not like a shitty Cowboys. movie. How dare you, sir? A There's a connection movie. there. Christian Bale and Paul Dano. Was Christian Bale in Cowboys and Aliens? Wasn't he? No. Oh, uh, that was Harrison Ford. Yeah, and, was Harrison uh, Ford. I'm, I'm thinking the Star Wars movie. Who was it? Oh, uh, James Bond. James uh, Bond. Daniel yeah. Craig. He was Craig there. was in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Paul Dano is okay. great and everything. Can I ask you a question? Okay, so the Dano thing, I heard of, like all this praise and everything like that. I really didn't get the whole like he's great performance thing until like he's in the asylum at the end. Yeah. He's yeah. really That's just reading lines see. in a costume. Yeah, it's there's really no performance to it. Yeah, it's like Heath Ledger doing the videos where he's kidnapping people in Dark Knight, but then we finally get to see it at the end. Yeah, it, it's I think it's they good. could have done more. Yeah, yeah, but like I don't get this whole like he went into a dark room for eight months to prepare yeah. for this role. There's like, that scene. Apparently, he did like hundreds of takes of the scene on the phone when uh, Peter Salzgall and I forget his character Coulson. Oh yeah, the DA. He's got yeah, the yeah. phone duct taped to him, and he crashes into the funeral. And um, they filmed that shot where he's asking him the questions. They did like two hundred some takes or something Jesus like that. Christ. And it's like that's really? a lot. That's like that much, but it's just because he's like a perfectionist, I guess. 
it was okay. Like I'm not saying it was bad or anything, but like yeah. I didn't get. This I think whole, he like, was great, better in you know? this role at in the movie Prisoners. Did you ever see that? It's no, uh, Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, but he was in that, and he was a creepy fucking guy. Yeah. He, he was really good in that. His face is creepy. And, yeah, I mean, it's, he's it's really too, good at creepy. Face. It's too angelic. I don't <laughs> like it. Really I used like to be this. compared to him in high school. Someone, <laughs> Thank you uh, for the, growing your beard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the movie, uh, what was the movie, uh, The Girl Next Door? Was that at the yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, Alicia guy, Cuthbert. Yeah. Uh, his name sounded like Clit. I forget his name. Clutz uh, <laughs> or something. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone in a science class said, "Oh, you look like him in that." And then, like, I've always related to oh, Paul Dano in movies because of that. So unfortunate. Um, Little Much Sunshine, I related yeah. to him because he's just this silent, I like do, emo guy. I do agree, though. Like, you know, I, I don't, I understand. Once again, we're modernizing here. Yeah, like, yeah. we're not doing the traditional Riddler, yeah. and I get that. We're doing 2000. We want to go as far away as Jim Carrey Riddler as we and can. I, and get. that's it, fine. And yeah. I get it, and I totally understand. As somebody it, who is the Jim Carrey Riddler, but he kept the grandma friend. glasses. He kept the grandma <laughs> glasses. One thing he kept those clear. But I don't know the, the whole Zodiac Killer look costume. Yeah, yeah, I'm not buying it. Like the costume, but the Zodiac Killer traits that they it's great for the movie. That's okay. I yeah. love the cards. You know the, 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 the throwback yeah. of the riddles it fits the and the cards and. Yeah. And you know, you know, they that, did it in classic. a dark way, but also he's doing comical riddles. Where even, and we're going to talk about this. Uh, maybe the best performance of the movie is Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Goldman. A hundred percent, love that guy. Does this mean anything uh, to you? But he, he, with the whole thumb drive, where he cuts off a thumb and he uses the thumb. This Jesus. guy is hilarious. This guy's hilarious. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he is hilarious. He's, he's very dark and demented, he's so, but he's doing it, but he's not doing it in a way where it's Mr. Freeze doing puns. puns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's fucking dark, but, but it's funny. But I do, I do agree with Kevin's point here. Is I, you don't see an outstanding performance. He's not going to get an it, Academy Award like he played. And, and yeah. Until he's finally himself on yeah. mass. Yeah. In and the, it's funny because he says, jail. as Edward in, Nigma or yeah. Newton or whatever yeah. his name is, he's fine. As the Riddler, I'm just like, ah, he's a, he's and a, I think, he's a villain. And I think Jim Carrey was good as Edward uh, oh, yeah, Ed Nigma. Right. Yeah. Um, he was okay as that. But once yeah. he goes turns to the Riddler, it's over yeah. the top. He goes too goofy. Yeah. He's got his camel toe out. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. Don't remind <laughs> me. Right, am I going to get out of my head now? Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's really that scene in Arcane Arcane Asylum. It's his standout scene. He sings Maria, and the whole connection. He thinks Batman's his partner this whole time. His partner in crime, and he thinks Batman's going along with the ride with him. And then the moment he realizes, wait, you're not my friend. You're not my my partner in no, 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 no. He's like, there's the meme, like, when you're a kid and you ask for ice cream and your parents say no. And he just has a tantrum. No, no, that's it. Like, okay, he's a fanboy. Because he thought his plan was working to a T because of Batman. And then he finds out, no, not so much. So we watched this movie together. Yeah. I told you I was going to let it marinate. I like the movie a lot. Two days now. I like the movie a lot. It's a little long. Yeah, yeah. could have cut some things off, but overall, I, I never lost interest. Though. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the whole point. I never, I never lost interest in anything like that. But my main question, my big question, is the Riddler seems to think Batman should know about his quote unquote grand scheme. When he's just like, "You didn't figure it out. How didn't you get? You're so stupid." Like, how was Batman? There were no clues that he was going to flood the entire city. Am I wrong? Yeah, uh, the ending's a mess. The end. The, the third act is, is a complete mess because yeah. the Riddler's motivation the only changes. Flaw. 
Yeah. It's a perfect Batman movie, especially if you're looking for a detective Batman. Yeah. This movie is flying on all cylinders. Yeah. It is great until the third and final act. It just goes off the of rails. But yeah. it, it, but like, the, they it film it perfectly. In... The special effects are great. Yeah. Batman leading the people is fine. Like, yeah. it all is fine. But like, when it comes to like, logic, there's no setup for it. There's no, there's no, no setup. setup at all. It's illogical. It doesn't make it, any it, sense. It was okay. And um, going to do a bit of a spoiler here with the new Nick Cage movie. Spoilers. Um, Nick Cage's new movie, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. There's a whole thing here where it's leading you to think it wants to be one movie, but then throughout the movie they keep saying, oh, well, you have to have this for a blockbuster. You have to have action. You have to have a kidnapping. So oh, they do all this stuff that th- takes away from the movie, actually, but because it's what people expect and people want in a movie. So they throw it in there, and that's what we get here. It's, okay, we got to do the typical superhero ending. We got to do the typical... Even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. T- typical bad guys flooding, literally flooding the city. With the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the and that's the thing that... And we, now the superhero has to save it. Yeah. When it's... Batman's just a detective. He's a cop throughout He's a human. Movie. He's not Superman who could put yeah. the walls back the, on. And this was Kevin's first time seeing it. This is me and Chris's second time seeing it. Yeah. I've and seen the end like three times. Okay. Now. And I didn't really question it you know a lot the first time but i'm questioning it a lot now yeah. ever since you said that the riddler's agenda changed 100 percent, and it yeah. does and the thing that really bothers me is i would understand it flooding the city fuck it I'm gonna, it's no longer a political yeah. thing that would I'm be the gonna, joker thing because his whole kill everybody his original... i understand it if if he knew all along that batman wasn't on his side yeah but yeah. he had already planned to obviously Flood the city. Yeah. Before he had that conversation with Batman. Oh no, he's not on my side. This yeah. isn't how it's supposed to. It go. was all pre. pre- no, like, no, no. This <laughs> is not how this is supposed to go. So, that, so, no! that, so now that part doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, that's his. That's his nuclear plan. Mm-hmm. But he was going to do it anyway. Yeah. Like what? What if Batman said, "Hey, you know what? I'm working. I'm with working you. with you. Yeah. Those I'll cops, go. I'll go kill Bruce Wayne. The cops deserved it. Yeah. The cops deserve. Obviously, that's not going to happen. No. But. They leave it out the where they he's nuts the enough to think it is though. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, it and the whole thing with like the the rogues at the end who are in the catwalk of Gotham Square Garden and shit like that. It's just like these are just like like do you remember watching Power Rangers as a kid and the putties were yeah. like these ineffectual guys? Like Batman and Catwoman just going to kick their ass, you know? Like they're useless. And, and Riddle even says like I don't have any physical ability. My powers will all appear. Right, you're so mus- I'm not going to add anything. Muscle. And that's why he recruits all these people through social media and shit to uh, to to do his plan out and stuff. But yeah, it just it falls flat yeah. at the end, which is unfortunate because I loved the movie. Yeah, and it's just and like, I have people uh, tell me, oh, I think it sets up the next one really well. What? Well, that's just because of the jail cell conversation yeah, well, at the end. You know? a... They're just like, oh my god, we're going to get Jared Leto again. You know, like all that crap. I think, I think Barry, <laughs> Barry's going to do Bemel and Jerry Leto. <laughs> but I do agree. I think, you know, if we're going to get another Joker, you know. We don't need another Joker. This is the fourth fucking and, Joker. And the Joker's got its own else? trilogy going on now. Yeah. Todd Phillips is going on. He's, He's making on, yeah. another one. I saw that. With Joaquin Phoenix. And guess what? Those, those talks that he is not even the real Joker. That he leads to the creation of the Jokel. These people are talking... These people are so there's going to be multiple Jokels leading from that Jokel. How about we just make a movie that's original? 
That would be fun. It's once. Not possible, especially if we're doing a superhero. But we're gonna write a movie, Mike. <laughs> we're gonna write. Chris, you gonna get in on this? It. We're gonna remember that garbage man idea we had. Yes. The garbage man with one arm who fell in love with one of his customers. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do that. It's gonna happen. <laughs> We're gonna bring that old gem yeah. back. Also, uh, so this years in the making. So this movie, we talked about Gordon's cool and that. Yeah. What did you all think about the Cat Woman? Cat Woman. I thought Zoe was good. I, I thought Zoe Kravitz, double of uh, Lenny Kravitz and uh, um, Cosby. Not, not Cosby. Bonet. Yeah. Lisa uh, Bonet. Yeah. Really? She's the mom. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so she's got talent in the blood, and uh, I thought she did well. She did well. Um, I like the bisexual Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, it's very modernized. Um, it's different, and, and the fact that she's—I—I I thought the sexual tension was bevelled and eveled between Catwoman. It was, and, yeah, it was Keaton-esque. Do you do you think they kind of got into Star Wars territory when they had her related to the Jesus though? A bit, yeah, with okay. the whole Falcon. Um, but I mean, I guess you kind of need that connection. You need it yeah. um, to. She could have just been a whore that he really liked. Yeah. To be honest, I really like Totoro's role in this. He movie. killed yeah. it. He was awesome. John Totoro was great. He yeah. he, he was fantastic. Would it up mm-hmm. as Carmine. Falcon. We talked about how good Tom Wilkinson was as yeah. Falcone. Yeah. He was He's, and how about we're talking about two different actors playing Falcone? Not really a main character in evil in these movies. No, to a no. sense, he plays a big part in both movies. But he's not a superhero, not a super villain. Law rata rata. Yeah, he's just a regular guy. He's a regular guy. He's not even wearing a suit. Yeah. But uh, such a great character and such great performances in both movies from both these guys. Killed it. He, he was great. Um, and everything with him and how he, you know, how corrupt the cops were oh, and Jesus. how he was running them. It was great. Uh, how about the penguin? I didn't know that I would like this take yeah, on it. Yeah, I don't think anyone did. No, like, like when you think of Penguin, you think he's the boss. Yeah, and you think, and you think, you think you can't help but think Danny DeVito Penguin. You can't help but think what Danny DeVito actually, has done as. Penguin. I actually think of the '60s Batman with the tuxedo and the top hat and shit. I actually kind of like. Yeah. I'm all over the place with the Penguin. Like I. I, I Oswald t- Cobblepot. Yeah, well, just Oz and that. Oz, my brother. He, he's Oz now. He's <laughs> he's too cool for Oswald. Oswald's a name for a jabroni. He, this guy, he, he's he's in it. He's in the shit. He might have had my favorite scene in the movie when Gordon and Batman are interrogating him, and they he show him the, the picture the of penguin waddle. Well, yeah, he's waddle, but they show him the picture of the commissioner who died. He goes, "Oh God, don't show me that! What are you doing? Yeah. Come on!" Uh, he's freaking out. I, that whole scene, the Batmobile scene, is yeah. the best. It's highlight. It's a highlight. I, I didn't watch it when we watched it the other night because I've watched it so much. I walk out a movie theater. I hear that scene. It's so loud. <laughs> I go in that theater. I watch it every time. <laughs> it's a highlight, I've man. seen that scene twenty times, and it's just great every time. I got you. I got you. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> when the car flips over and oh. uh, Batman's coming out, oh yeah, the Batmobile with the flames Upside behind down. him, and, and, and people talk and about how boots, we talk about the loud boots, yeah. right? It's like. Jurassic Park with the T-Rex is coming. Yeah, and people talk about how, you know, there's some complaints with this. Oh, it's so slow moving. It's boring. It's so slow going. There's not enough action. But that elevates this scene. Yeah. This scene, all the Batman movies, the Batmobile's in it throughout the movie. So much, this is yeah. the only scene with the Batmobile. And it's not the sleek penis mobile of Michael Keaton. No, it's a fucking, it's like, like a, call. Yeah. That doesn't stalled properly he has problems with it at first and i love that he has to get the clutch the <laughs> um but oh it was like ryan gosling drive and then the <laughs> yeah, chase scene is just fantastic and just it's 
Colin Such Farrell's great really, really good. Colin Farrell's great. He's almost he's um, well, he is. We got we got old Dad Bo. He is is here, and he he saw it with me and Mike, and he goes, "Man, this penguin's great." And Mike goes to him. He goes, "You know that's Colin Farrell, right?" <laughs> and he goes so loud, everyone in the field had to hear him. He goes. No fucking way! <laughs> like he did not have a clue. Because me and Mike, we knew the casting in yeah. advance, well, but he had no clue. It's amazing, right? Well, yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Looking at him in that movie, no. there's no inkling that that's Colin Farrell. No. This lean, this lean Irish guy with the strong Irish accents yeah. playing this big Italian. Hey, 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 come on! Wow. And now he's getting his own series. There's going to be a Penguin series about him taking control of Gotham. He's got to put on all that weight again. <laughs> put on a fat suit and makeup yeah he's not but, bail man Come yeah, on. he's not doing that there's a video of him putting the makeup on getting into the character that's really good online I think it's on the DVD if you see that it's really fun he's he's really good in it he's like, especially great, when he's making jokes about the dead he, man he's, <laughs> like, he's, he's a great actor yeah um, you know I, I only know him from a few movies I love him when he's when, uh, when he's Seven Psychopaths and oh yeah um, what's the movie Burroughs uh, the Brogues, Brogues, right? Brogues. In Brogues? In, in Brogues. Bro- um, that director, he's great with him. And um, and then Lobster, and then uh, Killing of the Sacred Deer with that director. He's a really good actor when he's with the right director. And uh, I trust, much like I trust, there's a Peacemaker series on HBO Max with John Cena, with, with James Gunn doing it, and it's great. It's better than any of the, sorry, better than any of the Marvel Disney Plus shows. And You're that Mandalorian, you yeah. bitch. Well, that stalls. That's really good. Um, but as far as the Marvel ones go, I think the DC James Gunn Peacemaker is just as good. It's the only time in my life that I thought John Cena was a better actor than he was a wrestler. Jesus. And I recently had a an argument with there. someone. He's better than The Rock and Batista in anything they've done as Peacemaker. Really, and I think John Cena sucks as an actor, but as Peacemaker, he's found his niche. Wow, I'm gonna have to consider this. It's fun. It's It's great. But I mean, he's he's playing as he has said in interviews. James Gunn pitched the character to me as a douchebag version of Captain America, and I just knew how. I mean, that that was his wrestling. That's John Cena. That's yeah. why he gets booed. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be the space, but he's a heel. Yeah, and he does the because, salute, and everyone's yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah. And he's like, you can't see me. It doesn't hurt yeah. my feelings. Which is what Cody Rhodes is going to be in a few weeks. Yeah, it's happening. Once the, the higher up. Hey, that's off. another podcast. <laughs> it's wearing off soon. Also, I should point out that it's incredible that Colin Farrell basically played a 1980s New York Yankees fan in the bleachers. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> well, going with, by the oh, game last night, 2022. Yeah, We're back, Yankees baby. Fan. We're back. And we're throwing trash. Five days. <laughs> Fuck you. We're up. It's awesome. Who else we got? Alfred. Did we like Alfred? Alfred was. I could take him or leave him. Yeah. Um. There wasn't much Alfred, but um. His I, role I thought, was kind of important, but yeah, not really. Um, I don't know. It's so I just emo. Didn't like how much Bruce Wayne was a dick to him for no He was reason. a dick to him. At but it first. made sense why he was. Yeah. I guess. He's not as dick. This is this, a, this is a different interpretation. Everywhere. Um. You know. <laughs> Poor guys. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Um, but you know, it, it's the thing. You're not my dad, and he says it right off the bat. Right. You're not my dad. That's what I mean. Though. I and felt it was and Alfred goes, "I'm well aware." There's reasons later on. Yeah, he raised him, but he didn't birth him. Right. He didn't do the. Wasn't, he didn't do the deed. It wasn't his swimmer. Yeah. So Bruce um, doesn't speak with. I like what you said though. Jackson. You like that this Alfred was. He's a bodyguard. Like body he's guard. not a butler. 
different opening the door and the housekeeper. He is. This is the first time where they established that Alfred was in the military. He yeah. trained him like he. He can do puzzles. He's yeah. solving these. He's he, more of a detective than Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah, because he did like code breaking in the military and taught him self defense and that. He was like the basis for Batman. And he's Jack. Yeah, um, it made yeah. This is a younger Alfred yeah. than we're usually used to, you know. So I I, I liked and, it. I mean, this is fucking Gollum playing Alfred. This <laughs> yeah. is like this is not an actor that you see the face and you think. He is usually yeah. Well, that's he's Cecil and Planet. Yeah, when Mike told me, he I go there the eight. Yeah, <laughs> like, he is not. So for him to be playing this, he did. I yeah. I, I, I like. He's Alfred. much better at this than doing his directing, which he's done on Venom and Trash. I've heard about Trash. Him. Yeah, but overall, this movie was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, almost perfect. I can't find uh, many faults to it. Except the third act is a bit weak. Well, we said the Riddler thing. Yeah. yeah. Agenda changing. Yeah. But um, as we talk about Batman Begins, I think this might be a bundle stall to something that Batman Begins was. Oh, 100%. 100%. And mo- mostly because we skipped that. We skipped the boring stuff. We don't but need because it. because of Batman Begins. <laughs> if we didn't have Batman Begins, oh. you can't do your two I think Batman. enough people were aware that he was an orphan and like... I think Batman things went too deep. Another thing I want to add, I, I, I don't read the comics too much. I, I, I haven't played video games as much, but the one video game I played, this is the most realistic to the video game. That scene when they're in the club with Selena Kyle and the iceberg and, and she's looking at pixels of everyone and their faces. Get the IDs. Are, yeah. Um, that is video game. That's video game. You told him to do a character, and then it comes up. They'll say something to you. When the funeral scene, he's in. He he just focuses on someone, and it's just nobody's just talking. Right. In in the in the scene, like oh well, this this happened. That's that's a video game. You're just walking around. So I like that aspect of it. Um, and it's slow moving, but it's very good. It's very. It's it's more of a psychological thrill it's more of a you know it's definitely zodiac like it's definitely seven yeah i mean that that, and that's what i think i really liked about it is that it's a a different take you know when you have when there's been so many batman movies we're telling the same story over and over and over again and it was nice to have a different take yeah I, i i like most marvel movies i get it um but so formulaic all of a sudden like everything Guardians of the Galaxy, I loved at first because it was so different, and then everything became Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. The full Ragnarok is a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy movie. This next little movie looks like a, uh, it looks like a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. The you know, you, they they kind of go based on that, but then this kind of you know it said we're not doing your typical, you know, blockbuster superhero movie. We're going a different route. We're going more Zodiac. We're going, we're going Seven. We're doing this whole different thing. And we're going to do it. I get total Seven vibes, and Seven's yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. And if you've seen the deleted scene with the Joker, mm-hmm. it goes into Science of the Lamps, where he goes to the previous villain, the previous serial killer, and, and gets advice from them. So there's that element to it, like which that scene, I get why it's cut. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not necessary. It's not necessary, but it Still it sets up that hey, maybe this Jokel could work in this universe. We have too much Jokels going on. Yeah, but 
Um, this joke, it looks creepy. It looks like... Well, Killing a of a Sacred Deer, uh, Killing a of a Sacred Deer, I'm telling you. A phenomenal performance in that movie from this kid. And so. that's what they're going, but Matt Reeves is like, that doesn't mean he's going to be the villain in the next movie. You don't know. I like Kevin's idea. Let's bring a new villain in. Yeah, man. Clayface, Eggman. Bat, Eggman. Nick Cage Egghead. wants to be Eggman. Sign me up. Give me Nick Cage's Eggman. I want you that. Know, the Mad Hatter. Any of them. Yeah, Honestly, Hatter try something new. Yeah, try yeah, something new. Yeah, the Mad Why Hatter not? would be good. All right, yeah, but multiple scare, Scarecrow and kind of that overall, movie. right? If they used him properly. We, yeah. we, we like this <laughs> latest. We well. like this fresh take. We like this latest yeah. take of the Batman. And now they, we're getting, they took some risks. We're getting. Uh, we're getting. We're getting an Alcum Asylum show now. Apparently. Which I guess is going to be uh, Riddle and Joker. I don't watch. It was supposed to be a, a Gotham PD show with Jeffrey Wright as, as Commissioner. Might Golden. Watch it I want you. that. I might watch Jesus that. Jesus Christ! Yeah. God, God damn it! Son of a you bitch! You want to do it? We talk about the drinking game with the freeze puns for Batman <laughs> and Robin. You want a Batman drinking game? <laughs> we just rewatched it. I didn't realize the first time I watched it. Anytime he says Jesus Christ, God. You take a drink because that is his reaction. To everything, Jesus Christ, God damn it! Well, we've um, done it. We've we've gotten into every Batman movie. So now the big question: Yeah, what's our favorite? Let's rank them. Oh God, we're gonna rank them. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll throw up my list. Should we start with Wolf? Should we? I was gonna say, should we start at the bottom or we'll top? We'll start at the bottom. Everyone's Wolf's favorite Batman movie, and let's go around. I'm gonna say Batman Forever. I'm going to agree. Batman Forever. Well, not including the, uh, the Batman Superman Justice. Yeah. We're not they're, doing they're that. Just me. what okay, we talked about. We're not doing the animated. We're doing strictly Batman cinema films. And yeah, Batman Forever's Forever. Forever's the worst. All right, no disagreement there. Okay. Uh, next might surprise you. I'm going to say Batman Begins. I knew you were And that, that's where we disagree. <laughs> Batman, Batman and Robin would be next. Yes, it's fun, but it is not good. On a given day, I'd so, rather watch that. Wait, are we counting the Adam West one here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah, Batman and Robin next. And then I'm going to go Batman, Adam West one. Me too. Also that. Damn it. Because it's more fun than Batman and Robin and Batman. Forever. I was going to say Batman and Robin here. Okay. Yeah. You're going to be like laugh. You're like. I think I'm like one behind y'all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then. I hated Batman Begins that much. <laughs> What's next? Uh, I, I guess we'll go Batman Begins next. Adam West. Yeah, I'm going to go Batman Begins. Right, yeah. right. No, no, no. I'm going to be different from you guys. Oh? I'm going Dark Knight Rises here. Okay. I get that. I get that. I understand. That's why I'm going to go Dark Knight Rises here. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now now I got to make a change. So yeah. now I'm going to go. How many do we have left? The two Burtons. Two Burtons. And two no Dark Knight. Oh, me and oh, you have. Two Nolans. Oh, we have two Nolans left. Well, okay, then I'm going to go Batman Begins here. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Batman Begins here. Alright. Alright. Okay. Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay, so we're at the midpoint here. Or yeah. a little point. Well, we got four left or three left? Yeah, we got, All right. we got a Nolan and uh Two Burtons. Yeah. And, uh, and the Batman. Oh, the Batman. The Batman. Oh, okay. We yeah. got four of them. Okay. Well, then I'm going to win the Batman. Here. Uh, Batman, yeah. The, the Batman. The Batman. I'm not going to go with the Batman here. I'm going to go Batman. Just Batman. That was me cracking this chair. <laughs> but okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. You, you, like, the new, you like the new The Batman. Yeah. Uh, it's a little dated for me. I was born the year that came out. 
So I, I, <laughs> okay. I, I can't go the Batman here. Friends. All right. All right. All right. Well, then next I'm going to go Batman. 89. 89. Yeah. Uh, then now I'm going to go the Batman. Okay. Oh, so we all got the same two at the top, eh? I think so, yeah. Yeah. The, the middle, the twos. Yeah. The tent poles. I, yeah, go ahead. Who's your two, Mike? This pain's going to sad. Because honestly, I, I absolutely love this movie so much. But Batman Returns is two. Nah, it's Dark Knight, man. Sorry. I, I can't get over that. I'm home. going with Mike. Batman Returns. <laughs> I can't get if over you that. You put those two movies, you can't say. Uh, I think I, I personally am a bigger fan of Returns because. I get it. I, I think the Christmas motif actually gets me. I, I enjoy the seasonal atmosphere. And I appreciate the fact that it's just as can deep just, as the Dark Knight. Can I just say that. This, I'd watch Batman Returns more. Yeah. I would watch it more. Yeah. yeah. I'd watch, watch it more. It's easier to watch for, for a full-length movie. I just... The, the Dark Knight, to me, is a perfect movie. And I, I Close. Just, I, outside of Megan Jones. Megan Jones. But she dies, so it's all good. <laughs> that saves it. So, but I, I love... I, I, you can't go wrong with those top two. No, I think they're perfect. Yeah. Amazing. Great sequels, great second movies, and that's why Dark Knight. Favorite Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Favorite Batman. Favorite See, Batman's ba tough. Okay, I'm going to give you two because I'm trying to decide. I'm going to go yeah. with Pattinson or Keaton, actually. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I like those. I didn't think I would say that. Pattinson's so good as Detective Batman. Yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's really good, but Keaton is just enigmatic enough, you know? <laughs> Uh, and that's the thing. I think, you know, Keaton is, it's going to be, you know, Keaton for me. Keaton too. does a better job of hiding his emotions as Batman. Because one thing we didn't talk, uh, maybe we did, but like the way Batman gets jealous about Catwoman in the oh, movie. He gets, and oh, he's just like, pretty. you know, and so he's just like, emo. why are you looking at him? What? Yeah. Did you date him? Like, yeah. He's like, oh, bitch. He starts getting sassy. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, such a sassy. young Bruce Wayne Batman. Yeah. yeah. You can tell this Batman does not fuck. <laughs> like, this is. He is. He is just getting used to these feelings. He doesn't know what to do. Oh, you know, my first time Selena Kyle uh, kisses him, and he's oh yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he's jacked up. This is this is yeah. It, what uh, is going on? Robert Pattinson is a uh, he's a virgin Batman. That's yeah. obvious. Yeah, uh, maybe that's he's the tiebreaker. I'm going to go with got, Keaton. Actually, I, the voice I don't like. It's been mocked because of the voice, and that takes away. <laughs> But it's, I think Christian Bale is the most believable Batman. I don't know. Just because of his physical look and everything. Where are the drugs? I mean, I, I can see why people would say Affleck. Well, not including Affleck, but he would, made a good Batman. He made a good Bruce Wayne, but he wasn't in good movies. So he's disqualified. Um, I'm going to say Christian Bale. Because of the nose, because of the drooping nose thing, uh, Keaton breaks the tie. All right, yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah. Jesus, what a reason. No, really he was, Cal he was Falcone. Nose. Pattinson, though, really, seriously. We didn't, you know, we had, low I know me and Kevin had yeah. really low expectations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had, my expectations were a little bit higher because 
because I've seen the if lighthouse, he didn't because do, I've seen good times. Yeah, I, I, he's, I knew he's it. He would started kill. approving his he's, acting chops. He can do and anything. I, and right I think now. his I think his voice is perfect for Batman. Very good. Very Devil good. all the time. That's the other movie. And he was only in it for like ten minutes. Outside of the nose thing down here looks good. He's got that. Yeah, superhero. He's got the chin. It's got got the chin. That's very important. Chin too. But we don't talk about that. He's, he's all right. Yeah. He's all right. The movie's not. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, best yeah, favorite Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Uh, I like Keaton. I like Keaton a lot. Because, and I, I said to Mike, Keaton pulls off the brooding aspect of yeah. it, but he also goes like, you know that he's not where Christian Bale plays Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, oh, Christian Bale's great too. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. But like, he kind of puts on the facade. We don't see the real Bruce Wayne. Keaton is wait, like wait, weird when he's yeah. with like Selena, yeah. like hitting on her and yeah. stuff. Very awkward. Yeah. Like it's and that's perfect. why I'm not even going to bring oh up. Oh my god, Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. We don't really see Robert no, he's Pattinson barely. as Bruce Did, Wayne. He doesn't interact yeah. with other people. Well, no. One of my favorite. We only see Bruce Wayne, Robert Pattinson, Bruce Wayne with Alfred. Yeah. Really. One of my favorite Bruce Wayne moments is in the original Batman, 1989. Mm-hmm. Where he's having a date with Vicky Vale. Yes, the and they're dinner. sitting across yeah. the table. Oh, and it's and, this giant and, table. And she's like, "Can you pass the salt?" <laughs> oh, sure. Do you do you like do you like eating here? Oh, I never do. Uh, yes, it's great. that that's it's oh, so that awkward. That's almost as awkward as seeing Robert Pattinson's Batman kissing Zelina yeah, Vega, yeah. Uh, Zelina oh. Kyle, and like walks across. He walks a mile to get her salt. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's good shit. <laughs> that, that plays into the you know, kind of. But if you're talking yeah. fake, Wayne. fake Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale's the best. Yeah, he does, well, the persona of Bruce Clooney Wayne. does okay. And I know that sounds retar- you know, ridiculous. Clooney he's yeah. doing the same thing yeah. as Batman, but yeah. Um, but Val Kilmer's the Wolf's Den Bullet. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's almost like another tie for me because I, me and Kevin were talking about this the other day. Is, we feel like Michael Keaton's the only one. There's there's actors that are really good at playing Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. Christian Bale, yeah. um, and there's actors er, and Ben Affleck, and we don't talk about that. Though. And there and there's actors that are really good at playing Batman, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Um, but to me, Keaton's the one that does it well. Both. He does both. He yeah, does he well. kills it. And for some reason, it seems like everybody struggles with doing yeah. the other dynamic. Do you know, believe it or not, I think the reason that is, and maybe that's maybe me reading too much into it, is because when you think of the other Batmans, like think Kilmer, Clooney, uh, uh, not Affleck, but Bale, Pattinson, a lot of them didn't have the same kind of past as Ke- Keaton was a comedic actor, which is actually harder to do than to do drama, I think. Right. Like to make people laugh and to do quirky is a lot harder than to be serious. And I think that he kind of saw that side where, oh, I can infuse kind of like funny, weird, quirky shit into it. And he was able to do that as Bruce Wayne, where he seemed more human because he covered the comedic side. Yeah. Where the other guys were just like, well, my parents are dead. I'm an orphan. I'm like, they played it that way. Where like Keaton was able to see like, well, this kid's obviously going to have a screwed up upbringing. So he's going to be awkward and weird. And like, but in a charming way. Yes. And he is very charming. Yeah. I think that's what, why Keaton is able to pull it off because... Anybody could, like, most people excited for Val Kilmer apparently can do Batman. You know, you look hulking, you, you talk with a stern voice, firm talking to. But, like, the Bruce Wayne thing is where a lot of guys trip up, I feel. Mm-hmm. And Bakiton mastered it. Yeah, and that's why, you know, I, 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 I do really like Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne, too. But I think, you know, Keaton gets the edge. Because oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. He's able to do both so well. 100%. And, um, yeah, so villains? One of our favorite villains. Uh, dude. 
It's like asking me to pick my favorite kids. Yeah. I don't have any. Um, I'd probably go... Gun to my head right now, I'm going to say Oz. Oswald Cobblepot. As in the DeVito? It, yeah, De, the DeVito one. Because okay. he is so weird. Yeah. And like whenever he's on screen, he's there's like a magnetism to him. Like there you're is. you're focused on him, whether it's he's saying odd stuff. Because again, this is a guy who lived in the sewer for thirty years, he's screwed up, like he's not socially acceptable, you know? And he's hideous and malformed. Like yeah, Oswald Cobblepot is probably my favorite. The one I laugh the most at is Arnold. Uh, yeah, but I'd say <laughs> the Oz. Most comical. I'd say Oz. Yeah. We're doing our favorite villains. Uh, bat, best Batman Batty. Yeah. Um, obviously, we complain there's a little too much of it, but I, you can't have Batman without having Joker. And, He's the uh, end of the end. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, well, which one are you choosing? I mean, Heath Ledger's probably the best. You gotta like Jack Nicholson, and we haven't seen enough of Barry. Fuck Jared Leto, like that. Uh, <laughs> Let's get rid of that. But um, yeah, uh, you gotta go Heath Ledger, Joker. Uh, I'm I think. with I'm with you on that. Um, the thing is, like, when people ask, like, who's the better Joker? I, you can't do it because yeah. to me, Jack Nicholson was the For best the Joker times. in 1989. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was the best you're gonna do. The performance was amazing, yeah. and I love hearing what he said in an interview. Where he's like. His intent was he thought he his intent was to scare children back in 1989 because yeah. he knew that they'd love it. You're yeah. not scared watching that now, though. No. We talk about no. you know being frightened by Danny DeVito Penguin. Yeah. We still watch it and go, it's creepy. Yeah, that's got <laughs> yeah, uh, over the Paul top. Paul Dano's Riddle, it's creepy. But uh, Heath Ledger's joke was creepy. Barry's joke was creepy. There's but nothing scary. creepy or scary about Jack Nicholson's joke. So, yeah, I mean, when he does the dance, he's like, ah, <laughs> yeah, like, fart and bird thing. That's awesome. It's fun, though. Oh, it's a lot of fun. fun. Tons and, of fun. And, I, and I thought he was the per- yeah. perfect Joker for then. And, and I, I think we can I all agree. Wolf villain, Bane, right? Oh, Bane, 100%. He Both can, of them. He killed, two, yeah. bo- he killed two movies. 0 for yeah. 2 on Bane, 100%. Well, yeah, he back. can break Batman's back, but that's all he can do. And we yeah. don't Let's not bring him back. Gotham City. I think we did it, boys. I think we did the Batcast. I, um, we might have to break I, it into I, two I had, episodes. I had <laughs> planned out to have this show as long as the latest movie, The Batman, and I think we're pretty close. How far yeah, are we? And when it came out... Are we two and a half hours? Yeah, we're... Holy crap. Yeah, this we're is going to be two over, episodes. We're over there. But um, I, I think we, you know, we wanted to release this when the movie came out. Yeah, but I'm happy yeah. we waited because now Kevin got to see it. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to preview the Batman. Now we, we reviewed it. You're welcome. And it, Along with all the other ones. And, and now most people I think have seen it. I hate it as a movie theater employee. employee. <laughs> um, but most people can see it now because it's on HBO Max. And most people probably have seen it. So hopefully you've seen it and we didn't spoil anything for you. Aces. It's on HBO Max. See it before listening to the show. Yeah. I'll put a, <laughs> saying that at the end of the but show. I'll put a disclaimer out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I don't want to mess up our listenership. Yeah. And if you're listening, hopefully you stopped if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And you know, yeah. now we got a new era of Batman. Matt Reeves is in control now, and Keaton's back. <laughs> Keaton's back as Batman. Ben Affleck's still around as Batman in the new Flash movie, which is getting delayed because it's a mess. Is, is Lamilla can't. Stay out of trouble. He keeps getting arrested. For I saw he punched assault. a guy in Hawaii yeah. or something, and then he yeah. threw a chair and hit a woman. Awesome! So he's in tons he's of trouble. Bobby Knight. This movie's probably not going to happen. But hey, 
Keaton film scenes as Batman. So we might get Keaton as Batman in 2023, 2024, 2025. Who knows? Come on! Let's get nuts! You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts! The legacy of Batman continues. Yes. And it will never die. It's the only superhero I follow. <laughs> Thanks for, for listening. We'll catch you There's next There's just time. something in the way with Batman.